What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. What's up, what's up, what's up? Happy Monday, everybody. This is uh, episode 23. Hey, it's Michael Jordan's episode. We made it. 23, the special 2-3. It is January 21st, 2019. Dang, we're almost at the end of January. Already. It's real. Already. It is super real. We we are super excited. We have a lot going on in this episode. But before we kind of tap in, I just want to let you know I am your host, Bex Bumbo. And this is your host, D-Boy. What it do, Kaipu? Hey, how you doing, Danny boy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's Martin Luther King Day. Right? It's Martin Luther King it Day. It is Martin you know. Luther King Day. Got to show love to the leaders yeah. who have paved the way, whose shoulders we right. stand on. I got to do it right. I have this quote, okay? Come on. Really short. <clears throat> Let me get my Martin Luther King voice set up. I, I have decided to stick to love. Hate is a great burden to bear. Selah. Huh. Say la. Yeah. One more time. One more time for the people in All the right. back. I have decided to stick to love. Hate is a great burden to bear. And it really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's really good. Shout out to Martin Luther King. <laughs> but man, before we, I mean, because I feel like I want to unpack that a little bit. Yeah. But before we do, we got a special guest in the building hey. with us. We got a special guest. Um, if y'all remember or recall a couple episodes ago, I spoke about being a part of um, a Terroscope project for the month of January. Yeah. And the project was put on uh, by three women, um, Javon, also known as Tina Tarot, mm. um, Nana, also known as Roar Highness, and I believe the other artist's name is V, v. who was a part of the project, but, you know, like, had some things to take care of. Nonetheless, uh, they were also my ICU. <coughs> and so who we got hey. in the building today is hey. none other than Tane Tero. Hey. hey. What's up, What it do? Kaipo. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Tane y'all? Tero. How you feeling Thank today? Thank you. I feel blessed. Like, so much gratitude, which is my favorite attitude. Hey, okay. Uh, come on. You rap too? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I used to. Real oh. talk, I used to rap back in the day. Dang, Gina. Let's see it. <laughs> Just, I've always had a passion for writing, so that's kind of how that came into fruition. But yeah, I just feel... Very grateful to be here, yeah. and it feels good to be around people of like mind, like spirit, like culture. So Absolutely. It's so good to finally meet you in person. I know. I mean, just to give a little background of how we, that's how we got introduced, mm-hmm. right, was through the Terroscope Project. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, we've been able to connect via social media. Mm-hmm. See, and social media can be for some good, you know Crazy. what I mean? Yeah. It's not all it narcissism is, out there. Yeah, and mm. it isn't always uh, safe to meet people in person who <laughs> it, you met it online. It is not. It is not. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, we were able it. to get connected. Yeah, you know, and it's been it's really surreal. it's surreal to be here right now. The energy is is was dope through the yeah. screen and just being able to connect. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so we're so happy to be able to work it out to have you on the show with us. Yeah, come on this morning. I'm yes. excited. Raise the vibrations, y'all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This morning, I mean, nobody caught a video of it, but um, Tane Taro came in here and she sprayed the room. She blessed the room with this little potion thing called Cloud of Protection. It's a little spray. Yes. Tell us about this spray real quick. So this spray, um, I believe <coughs> the creator is actually from San Francisco, so it's supporting local. Bay Area, what's uh, up? 
Yeah, and it's just good for clearing the space and also um, it's like antibacterial and stuff like that. So it's good for cold season. It's natural. And it also just cleanses the space. Yeah. Negative vibes. It also says something about like uh, making sure, you know, ain't nobody stank up in the (laughs) Yeah. It smelled beautiful. It did smell really good. When you sprayed it, I just really felt like, oh my gosh, like like I was on a cloud. You know what I mean? A cloud of protection. Absolutely. (laughs) And, you know, thinking about cleansing spaces, um, we'll get into the blessing, but just to... Circle back to the quote that Beck shared for oh, MLK yeah. Day. Is it cool if we just unpack that a little bit? Because yes. you know, I, I was I've been thinking recently about just how how much easy or how easy it is to harbor hate, right, or mm-hmm. to hate on someone, or just hate someone because they're living their truth or being mm-hmm. who they want to be. Um, and that quote, I, I'm I'm really glad that you <clears throat> chose that quote, Bex, because mm-hmm. it's like. Damn, the hardest thing to do, right? Like, right. is to unconditionally love someone. Come on, Oof. that's so true. The easy thing to do is hate. So, I, I mean, what comes up for y'all with with that quote? Um, man, I feel like um, so much healing happens when you're able to have love and compassion for people, and it doesn't take away your right to be angry right. or upset about things. Um, but to love people is to be able to see yourself in them and be like, I see you and right. I understand. Yeah. And it's it's so much lighter. Like it's it's overbearing to just be angry all the time or hold on to resentment. So right. it's it's really an act of self love when you choose to love everybody instead of hate. Yeah. So that's I a love dope that. quote. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I think I think what I love about this is that, um, you know, it's a choice thing, you know, mm-hmm. it goes back to like, you either have the option to either love or hate. And like, I think hate is probably one of the most popular feelings, emotions out right now. It's because people have normalized that within, you know, mm-hmm. and people are not used to loving themselves or, I mean, I mean, there probably are a lot of people, but just not many people practice self-love mm-hmm. or it's a superficial yes. idea of love. <clears throat> yeah, it's mm-hmm. not something that. Yeah, it's like when you practice self love, they were like, "Okay, that, that's not going to work. You need right. to be real." It's right. like this is real. At least it's real within. Mm-hmm. But even when you practice this form of love, it's like it's superficial. Like, oh, that's fake. Poor them. They're living in a lie. It's like, mm-hmm. dang, how did this become a lie? But all the hate and evil yeah. stuff is now the truth. It's just crazy how it just outweighs. So that makes me think about like how hate is very like ego driven mm-hmm. because it. Because yes. other people, other people's happiness and joy doesn't match theirs, and and yeah. and it's a it's a real you know thing to maybe look within and see why am yeah. I hating on this person? Yes. Right. It made me think about something you said last week, Bex, about mm. like when you have these negative feelings or these negative thoughts, like you instantly want to work to right. shift that, yeah, 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 right, to shift it back to love, right, yeah, right, absolutely. Don't let, don't let, don't let that gear go down right. to hate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shift yeah. it back. You know, shift that shit to love. So, yeah. and again, he's he literally is explaining this in his quote. I have decided. So yeah. in his mind, he Choice. made it up already. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I've decided to stick to love, even though I like burden is there and that shit's heavy. 
Mm-hmm. All I know is I'm deciding this. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a conscious decision. We have to just decide on something and stick to it. Yeah. And it's either burden or love. And he chose, I, I can just imagine Martin Luther King, like, chaos around him. But mm-hmm. he's deciding in his mind, I don't, give, I don't give a damn what's happening around me. I don't care what's happening to our people. I'm deciding to stick to this. Yeah. And that's big. You really touched mm-hmm. my heart because you made me think about something my grandpa, the late Reverend uh, Fale Wamea on the Sa'ive mm. <laughs> Um used to preach about was turning the other cheek. Ooh. And I'd be like, hell no. Nah. You know what yeah. I mean? Shit. Yeah. Somebody slap me, I'm going to slap them back. <laughs> Come on. But yeah. what if, what if, like, in, in that in moment, in that very instant, somebody, you know, like for some reason it goes down that way and you're able to discern like the pain that that person is yeah. going through and yeah. they're like you turn the other cheek right yeah right yeah. Could, could, wanna, could you turn the other cheek yeah I, I don't know i think one of the <laughs> one of the easiest uh practices that we can do when we're facing like that type of conflict or um friction in a situation is to take a minute to be like is everything okay like just asking somebody are are you okay? Right. And it's like you just never know what's going to come out of that because mm. most likely that isn't <clears throat> what they're expecting to get in return. They're not expecting you to actually care and do a quick check-in and be like, let me step out of this situation and see you as you are and say, Yo, right. mm. something's off here. Like, yeah. hey, I just want to know, like, I can see that you're really upset. Is everything okay? Mm. Yeah. And giving them a chance to unpack that and right. check in because there's sometimes where like people ask me am i okay and it's like well i didn't even think to tap in and and check am i okay like we don't right. really think about how we feel we're just like going 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 so yeah, yeah just, that's a real deep i see you, you yeah know I mean? <laughs> just that's check in deep. just check in with people if they're yeah, true. a little angrier than usual or always in a state of anger and i feel like hate is a good uh can be used as a tool to do that work and see, like, well, where is that coming from? Why right. do I right. feel that way? Right. And um, how do we get to the root? Healing. Yeah, yeah, get to the root. Whew. What a right. great, what a great uh, <laughs> yeah, right. way to start it off, right? Yeah. Um, but as we've been doing, you know, ever since episode twenty, is we've been really wanting to ground ourselves in mm-hmm. every episode, and the way that we do that is through a blessing, through a oh, prayer, yeah. through mm-hmm. you know, really centering ourselves. Yeah. And so, because we have a guest in the in our space, Tina Taro in the building. Yeah. Tina Taro, would you like to um, have the honor of doing a blessing for us this episode? Yes, yes, I would love to. And also, you you mentioned grounding, so I want to kind of incorporate something of um, a grounding uh, practice that people who you know practice tarot or other things do, and kind of give you guys a chance to um, kind of visualize this, so mm. we can. Close our eyes as we usually do when we're saying our loku or we're praying. And um, just take a moment to imagine um, roots growing from the bottom of your spine and going into the ground Mm. and letting that help ground you. Mm. And also what that means as you being able to reconnect and ground with your ancestors in this present moment. Mm. And um, I'm going to go into the prayer. Lord God, thank you so much for blessing us. I pray that you hear our prayers. Um, I thank you for the collective and for Danny and Bex and bringing us here to serve our purpose. And I pray that um, 
that becomes clear every day. I pray that you open the minds, hearts, eyes, and ears of everyone who is um, engaged in this message and that you help us all to um, dig, dig deeper into the purpose that you have for us. Let that be clear and um, continue to bless us and protect us and see others as you see them and also see ourselves as you see us. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I feel like my spine is connected Come to on. the yeah. ground and the manna yeah. is there. Yeah. yeah. Even sometimes, like, I just... Uh, imagine um just energy in the soil and like touching the roots and the light going through the roots back up into my body so you really you really took me back to a moment um so i was a part of it's really quick sorry but there was this time i I was um it was spring break this is when i was in college Mm. and i went on this alternative spring break um trip and we went to go to hawaii to do service work Mm. And so while we were in Hawaii, we did different things. Like we cleaned up around the land. We uh, worked in the lo'i, which are the taro patches. Um, Mm. And really connected with the aina, right, with the land. And learned a lot about the Native Hawaiian people and their their fight for sovereignty. And a lot of the, just a lot of the happenings. So then when I returned back to Hawaii another time after that, when I got, instantly when I got off the plane, I just felt this, this like... It was weird to me, but it was this energy that was like pulsating from beneath my feet up mm. in my body, right? And I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, what the fuck is this? What in the world? So it wasn't until the last day I was there, I had a chance to meet up with my cousin, my Tahitian cousin, and we were just, you know, catching up and breaking bread and, you know, just really spending time together. And I and he grew up in Hawaii, mm. and he traveled all over the Pacific, especially to Tahiti. But um, we were in Hawaii, and so we were breaking bread. And I told him about that that story, right? That instance, mm. and just how like I've been feeling it ever since I've been there, and I don't know what it is. Mm. And he was like, "Well, what did you do the last time you were here?" And I said, "Well, I did all of these things." Um, and you know, after the trip, I was really, really heartbroken, right? Mm. And he was like, "Well, that's." That's what it is. You know, that's what the feeling is, is that you connected with the land. Mm. And so then when you returned, you just, you know, you had that feeling. Yeah. Of, oh, my gosh. The connection. I don't, I, I just. And the land embracing you. Wow. And the goosebumps down my, you know, down my spine. Like, you really took me back to that moment of feeling that mana yeah. from the land, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So I really just want to say uh, thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're welcome. It's real. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really real. And to think about, yeah. like how our people, Pacific Islander people, are right. stewards of the land mm-hmm. and the sea. Right. You know yeah, what I yes. mean? Like, yeah. um, it's really powerful because this week we did some work where we're learning about, you know, Pacific Islander leaders. And I always love when this particular um, leader comes up at Beli Haofa mm. um, because he speaks something to the effect of, like, not thinking of ourselves as Pacific Islanders coming from these small islands, but thinking, our, thinking about ourselves as these people who come from the ocean mm. and the land, right? And that it is in both of us. So right. you just gave me all come of that on. right now, Javon. All, uh, all that? All the feels? Um, and with that, before we get into the check-in, I want to put you on the spot a little bit <laughs> real quick. Um, 
you know, it's cultural that in, you know, just when we have guests come over or when we have, you know, when we, we're building vow with people, we're building the space between uh, us. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to present you with a gift that is from Bex and myself, but it's <laughs> really from my, my grandma. Oh, it's really from my grandma. grandma. Shout out to Tutu. Wait. So see, you guys didn't even tell me that. This yeah, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. <laughs> so, like, why does he look like he's reaching for something? <laughs> so my my tutu, she is um, she's very into tarot. You know, I've, I've mm-hmm. shared this with you. She's very spiritual. She's she's into uh, healing and mm. and um, all of that, right? All of that, mm-hmm. and that's what we're gonna get into today, y'all. But she has so many books, and so. Don't get it twisted. I know this is a Barnes and Nobles bag, <laughs> but none of this came from Barnes and Nobles. But oh she gosh. wanted to pass on some of her books to oh you. So we gosh. have this book. We have that book. Thank so you. this this first book She's is so The sweet. Complete Astrologer. The second book is Tarot Cards for Fun and for Fortune Telling. Fortune Telling. Don't get that twisted, y'all. Come on. Right. And we can go into that. And we'll too. get into that. And mm-hmm. then lastly is this uh, crystal, crystal power. power. But not only Tutu. that, this, this last one from Tutu. How did you get her to part with all of these things? Is what I uh, Don't worry about that. <laughs> this is from Tutu and she wrapped it up. She wants you to open this. And I was like, oh. here, here, you, you do that. So I was okay, like, Tutu, so... what is this? So go ahead and open it. So you guys, first of all, I just, because you guys cannot see. So she took the time to wrap this in fabric. I mean, I want to pull a cassia out of this. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is so on point. And it's yellow, white, and purple. It's beautiful. And so she, yeah, she showed me this. She showed me this. And I and she and she presented it to me, and I was like, "What is this?" Wow, I'm. And she told me what it was, and I was like, "Well, what is she supposed to do with this?" And she said, "She'll she's know." Gonna make, she's gonna make me. She cry. said, "She'll know. She'll know what to She'll do." Know. Wow, oh, these are pieces of raw amethyst, yo. This yeah, is... she said that. She said amethyst, and she said, "Tell <sighs> Javon that um, it's been." Resting in salt for three years, so it's cleansed. But you, but you might want to, you know, do your own cleansing too. But right. it's, is there? And so then, what's crazy is I actually brought some amethyst. Hey. Come on, yes. Um, so, so to to tell me like that's your um, your stone or it's it's it's. What's crazy is uh, I remember watching a reading on YouTube and they were saying like amethyst is going to be a really strong uh, stone for you this year. And I had food poisoning Friday night and I actually slept with amethyst like holding it like, please help me feel better. Mm. And so that's just powerful that she gave this to me today. And thank you, Tutu, for following your intuition and for (laughs) being a healer and... And caring and loving and sending me this gift. That's many gifts. Wow. I'm so appreciative. Yeah, that amethyst. I was and I, I loved it. I love it. Let me just be grateful and not think about my grandma. Like, grandma, you never gave me <laughs> <laughs> She she I loved it oh, when I was like, what is cause you know, I don't know what what all this is. And she right. I was like, what is she supposed to do with this? And she was just like, wow. she'll know what to do. I was like, Look at oh, that. Uh, 
okay. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm gonna spread these babies out. <laughs> Get the and the and even the message she wanted me to relay about uh it chilling in salt for a minute, you know, I was like, Well what? you know, like, grandma, yeah, tell me what this stuff means. I don't yeah. know, lady. Yeah, it's funny because it's it's basically hers being like, let her know that it's cleansed and it's charged and it's good. Because although salt is known for being a cleansing agent or a tool for cleansing, salt is also a crystal in itself. Mm, um, wow. So it can also charge. So she's basically been cleansing and charging these amethysts. And I'm I'm just interested. She said it's been charging for, it's been in salt for three, three years. years. So she was like waiting for something. I've. I mean, that's a long time. I feel blessed to even have these amethysts because it's like, was it, was she waiting for a moment? Wow. I don't know. I feel blessed. I feel that so is so blessed. And it's a blessing to have you here. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Tutu. What a great start off. I see thank you, you Danny boy. Thank you, Tutu. Oh, thank you, Tutu. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Tandy Tara, for pulling up. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Man, it's. It's a blessing to be here. And you guys are so beautiful. Like, Thank you. It's the red hair. <laughs> Giving off those vibrations. <laughs> well, let's check in real quick, yeah. y'all. You know, real quick, we'll get, um, for, those of, uh, for those of y'all who are listening and those who are avid listeners, you know, usually we have our segments where we do our bruh, right. we do our ICU, and then we go into a topic we chop it up about. But because we have a special guest in the building, we're going to chop it down a bit. <laughs> and we're just going to check in right quick. And then we are going to go into our ICUs because, you know, we always got to recognize our peoples. Yes. And then we're going to get all into chopping it up with Tainted Tarot to learn more about her. Yes. Sound good? I'm excited. Yes. So what's up, y'all? How you feeling? How you doing? How was your week? Week's been cool. Had a really nice, smooth week. Really nice. Yeah, solid. Because I had a little pre-reading from Tani Tara, you know, earlier this week. So <laughs> that definitely helped set up my week. Yeah. So it was good. And we'll talk about that later on in this episode. How was your week? My week was blessed. Um, I really felt productive. I had hella mm. shit on my plate. I've been thinking about the the reading that uh, you did, Vani, in, for January, just, just for the month of January, mm. and how there was a focus on threes. Mm. Uh, for the for the month of May for the Taurus, hey shout out to all the Tauruses out there, Taurus, Taurus gang. gang. Um, don't trip the the photo that they did of me. Shout out to Nana Roar Come on, Nana man. Uh, we gotta Sheesh. talk because I gotta get Fire. that shit printed. Sis, so <laughs> poster, it, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. But yeah, just there's there's like three uh, things that I'm really focused on in my life right now. It's you know helping to raise my niece and really mm. be. Um, really be what a lot of, you know, our family hasn't had in our lives is like mm. this this uh, male figure, right? Mm. This like male figure in our life um, and really navigating that. I'm also uh, responsible for a lot of the work that we do in the county with the PI community and mm. really like building this foundation with what we're doing. And then also a part of this space with a bunch of Pacific Islander young leaders who are coming together to figure out how do we how do we serve our community how do we organize Oceania mm. right in the diaspora and so just being a part of these three spaces um, is something I've been really giving a lot of my energy to mm. so it's been good you know it's 
week two, I believe, with Kiana, you know, doing the, the workouts and... Okay. You know, yes. kind of dreading okay. it. Momentum. Yeah, kind of dreading it, but like really feeling good. And right. especially because that's that's one of the activities that me and my niece do together mm-hmm. is we nice. work out, you know, yeah. and so... It's just been really good. It's been blessed. It's been a lot, but it's been productive. Right, and, yeah. And I'm joyful. I'm joyful. That's awesome. Come on. Yeah, that's awesome. How you doing, Vonnie? I'm alive. I right. felt like I was going to die from food poisoning. Oh, my gosh. Tell us <laughs> about it that. Was, yo, okay. Got a fight. It's Jack in the Crack, huh? Jack, yes. <laughs> Jack in the Box. Man, but Jack in the Box don't be doing me like that. That's I, crazy. I, okay, so I already went down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out, like, was it the fries? Maybe the fries weren't cooked all the way, or what was it? Uh, I just decided that it was like, you need to get your diet together. Mm. Like, oh, okay. It was like that final thing where it's like, we're not going to keep doing this. Right. Like, we're going to reject this. And it, it definitely put a hurting on me on uh, Friday night. And all through Saturday, yesterday, um, I just, or Saturday, I I just slept all day recovering. Shout out to my mom for coming out and bringing me soup. Was, did and you, what, what did you order ale. again? Jack in the Box? All right. So they got those $3, $3 loaded fries or That's something like why. that. Oh, my God. That's I love why. them. No, no, no. Don't go there. Don't go there. Because I love them. Chili fries. I That's love why. them. It was with chili fries. It was no, the chili fries. I love those things. I had two orders of it because oh. I just two order girl. Yeah, and then Man. and then a regular size cookies and cream. I heard uh, that. Oh lord, that was oh, the exact order I wanted. I on just hearing that menu is giving me. Food and then poisoning. I put on Netflix and I passed out and I woke up like just done. But I feel like um, again, it's like one of those things where it's like universe will find mm. a way to slow you down when you need to be slowed down. Right. Yeah. And it's like it took me out of commission for like a full a full day, but oh. I feel like mm-hmm. it, it 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 probably was needed. And it was also like a health check, like let's stop eating like this. Right. Let's respect the body and uh It's also time yeah. for you to spend time with your mama. Yeah, well she she came through for a little while. She's so busy and she's so she has such a like servant heart and she really just cares about serving everyone. Mm. And I was blessed to have her come out. Plus she was like, I know my baby's single. She just out here ain't got nobody. <laughs> I'm like, facts, mom, facts. facts. But uh, you all know, truth, you. all truth. All truth. Oh you know, gosh. but the struggle. Um but yeah, I'm very grateful that she came out. But I yeah. still don't need no man to take care of me, mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she was just like cuz I my my cousin who I live with and her daughter like they haven't been home. Mm. My son went back to his dad on Friday, so I mm. literally was like crawling around like just trying to make it. Oh, how old is your son? I almost used Postmates for the first time. My son's 5. Aww. Yeah, and I'm I'm so grateful he wasn't there to witness that it was it was terrible. <laughs> and I didn't even have the energy to like manage my sickness and manage like uh panic control. <laughs> right, right. Oh I'm gosh. all right. Just go back to sleep. Playing Just... all over the all over <laughs> the the room. Oh <laughs> man. It was terrible. But I'm I'm definitely grateful to be rested up and be here with you guys. Yeah. Definitely good you. to have you. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad that you're able you're able to get some some yeah. healing. Yeah, right. I, I I didn't go anywhere because I was like, I gotta make it to the podcast, girl. <laughs> thankful, we're thankful. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, uh, this week my ICU. 
goes out to a young lady uh, named Lady Sane. Hey. I believe she's from Milpitas, so I don't know where she's stationed now. I want to say, because I've spoken with her before, I think that she lives in Hayward or out in this area. I think you're right. Hayward, yeah. Because I went to school with her. We went oh. to Bible college together. Oh, dope. Yeah, dope. so she graduated the year after me. But she's an amazing young lady. Absolutely. Um, she's kind of, she started her music career. I want to say that she started her music career in school, because that's when she kind of, or in by in college, but mm-hmm. she probably started earlier than that. She's been doing music for so long. She has like that reggae, punk rock sound, um, but it's amazing. Like she yeah, she's is dope. pretty, yeah, she's very pretty eclectic. dope. She's very eclectic. She is like one of the most, her energy is like amazing. Like yeah. her energy is like, you get next to her, it's just like fire all the way through. It's like the, vibes. the high, le- high vibes, high levels. It's just great. She's, um, she's, She's one that walks in. Uh, I think one of her, one of her giftings that was recognized at school was um, the gift of prophecy. Mm. So you know, it's kind of like in the Christian world, a form of tarot reading, kind of you yeah. know, because you're kind of reading into their future wow. from a spiritual lens, you know. Word, word. So it's like. In essence, they're not really reading like cards, but right. in their head, they're reading something. It's like the mind's eye, the yeah. third eye. Blessed yeah. in the, yeah, with the right. vision. And they're, they they throw out things. They throw out like words or like something that it can bear witness to them. And, you know, if they're able to kind of bear witness to that and attest to that word, right. they just keep unraveling and unpacking as wow. it goes. So it's, you know, again, it's like she's she aw- she's awesome in that, like I I would let that girl, if she prophesied, prophesied to me right now. <laughs> Give right. me a word. What's the good Lord saying? But Speak over me. Right? Um, yeah, so she uh, has some songs. She actually released a few singles. I, we'll, we'll put it on our ICU, but um, mm. she has this song called um, Looney. She started this song in college. That's how I knew. But it's just her talking so passionately about herself, being unapologetically herself. Mm-hmm. So... She's very raw, very true, very uncut. Like there's no filter for with with her when she speaks and when she performs. She's just like when she's performing, it's like she is like so undone. She unravels herself as she Mm. performs, and it's like, man, you can literally feel every emotion as she's like really speaking her lyrics. So she's amazing. So Lady Sane, I know you're out there. You're definitely one of the coolest chicks I know. Let's hang out. But my ICU goes to you, girl. That's what's up. Yeah. I, I, I want to just say that I told, I've never met Lady Sane, but I very much get that from interacting with her on social media. Yeah. She's very vocal, especially she, about issues that right. oh, yes. are very, uh, you know, very prevalent. And oh. she speaks up and she speaks loudly and I hella, just have hella respect for her. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. also Fijian and Tongan. Hey. So, yeah. Bula Vinaka and Malolele. <laughs> right. She's a she's a powerhouse. Yeah. She's powerful and yeah. And you just get authenticity. Like yes. that's the first word that comes to mind when I when I think about her cuz she yeah. and I have connected too. Hey, son. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she's she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So my I see you go see you girl. Lady Sunday. Yeah. I also came prepared with the ICU. Yeah. So um, this gentleman, I believe he's Tongan, and his name is Cup of Tiano, and he's on Instagram. That's his Instagram handle. Shout out, Mm -hmm. Cup of Tiano. Um, I found him through Nana, who is 
I mean, she's connected so Nana many is, of us. Shout she out to the, Nana. She's the source. Man. She's the source. Uh, so she uh, actually used him as the model for the Pisces mm. Terrascope. And I started following him. And he's someone who is definitely passionate about music. And he's an artist. And um, why, why I want to recognize him as the ICU is because I noticed that he goes live often on Instagram. And he allows you to pick a song choice and he'll sing it for you on what? Instagram. Yeah, Tiam. Yes. Tiam, I got I had some him, vocals. Uh, wow. sing All I Ask by Adele and he killed it. And I'm such a super fan of him just because for someone who could be doing anything in the world, um, but choosing to go live and sing for people and sing for his audience and let them connect with him on a personal level by uh, requesting a song, that's a part of your hustle. Like you're really out there trying to make moves and connect with your audience. So Tiano, I see you. Come on. Is he from the barrier? I believe, yeah, yeah. I see him in, like in the BART station in the city. I don't know. If I know he's gone around a lot too. Like he's been to, uh, he spent time in other countries, New Zealand, Australia. Nice. Um, but I believe he is from the the Methodist Church, right in San Bruno. I'm not sure. Um, I had the I had the pleasure of meeting Tiano as well uh, when he was working with uh, when he was a student. Um, we met for a brief moment when he was a student at CSM. And he was working with uh, the leadership over there with the Vakatasi Club. Um, And just, so I held a retreat for him and the group, and he was a part of it. And he was able to just really talk about his story. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a young, strong brother, and and he's he's just, he has such promise for the future. You know, like, he's so passionate, he's so alive, he's so vibrant. Mm -hmm. Right. That... It's very similar to Sane, right? Like, yeah, I feel like he commands the room when he steps into it. Come on, mm. yeah, and you know, effortless, effortlessly, right? Yeah, yeah, and he has a beautiful voice. It. Yes, I mean, when he hits his falsettos, I'm like waving, throwing okay. my hands, like, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, definitely. That's what's up. Okay, well, my ICU for this week, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, talk about it. It's a, it's a, it's a different kind of ICU uh, because while I want to recognize the person I'm, I'm seeing, I also want to, um, I also want to comment on, on, the piece that was put out there, mm-hmm. right? So my ICU this week goes out to Eddie Siamau. He's 17. He's from American Samoa, from the village of Leonge. Yeah, he's getting ready to go, um, I believe, to a D1 school. I think he's going to Arizona. Yeah, University of Arizona. University of Arizona. Um, He just got the scholarship. And so... Oh, it says... So here's what's a trip about this. Uh, This is episode 23. On his Instagram, it says University of Arizona 23, which I believe is 2023. And he has Psalms 23 on his... <laughs> okay, well, we're going to figure out like how. This, What's the connection? Right, right? there's some connection there. Right. Um, that's dope. Thank you for pointing that yeah, out. Hopefully, this this will open up the avenue for him to come through and kind of share his story and go into some of the topics that Word. you want to talk about with the ICU. Yeah, I really want to recognize this also because um, there was a video put out by Apple 
um, that was shot on, I believe, you know, one of their most latest uh, iPhones. Mm. It's shot beautifully, mm. right? The the video is beautiful, and even the story, right, is very compelling. Um, mm. And I just really recognize, you know, his his goals, right, and his dreams in, in through the video, and even to see him training in the video, right there, they show. Images of him training on the land in the ocean. You know, right. he's he's in the uh, he's in the ocean and he's running, try you know trying to build up that resistance. And he's also working out on the field. He's doing, you know, things on uh, in the land. You know, he's veiling the vow and stuff like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> really doing you know his Samoan stuff. Um, and so I wanna I wanna recognize that part, right? Like really putting on for the motherland, really putting on for himself. And he also states in the video that it's not he's not just doing this for him. It's for his family. It's for his country, mm-hmm. right? And that's admirable as fuck. Yeah. And Eddie, I just want to say that I see you. Yes. But something I want to <laughs> oh, touch damn. on. However, however, but. my brother, how, something I want to touch on in the video <laughs> is that, you know, again, I said that Apple put this video out, and so mm-hmm. if you go to Apple's page, and they have their uh, it's their Instagram page. If you go to their highlights. Mm. It's one of the highlights, and it says Samoa, and it has the little emoji of a football next to it. Mm. Strike number one. <laughs> um, oh, and, yeah, and so, that. you know, if you watch the story, it's Eddie giving, you know, his narrative of Sa- like what Samoa is. He talks mm. about Fa Samoa. Yeah. Um, but in the text and the video, they mis- they misspelled it, right? Right. Mm. And Grammar matters. You know what I mean? Yes. Grammar matters and representation matters. Right. And what irked me is that, you know, Fa-Samoa is F-A apostrophe A-Samoa, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Apple has the keyboard where they can put the the elongated A there, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's some misspelling there. On the video, it just says Fa-Samoa, right? Which is abbreviated for by. Like I said, it's, it's just, <laughs> it's just it's said like- F-A. It's a Fasamoa, like buy Samoa. I'm I'm going to go, you know. Clear it up for us, please. Do my thing. Say goodbye or. But the context, but the context that he's speaking in is the Samoan way, right? Fasamoa. And so that that irked me. Strike number two. And and then in the video, you know, uh, Eddie goes and talks about you know Samoans were born to play football. Strike number three, because that, I mean, that just, you know, I come from a, a family who ha, who has been successful in playing football. One of my uncles played in the NFL in the 70s, and so many of our people play football, right? And mm-hmm. it's a means to an end, right? Like, right. It's, it's the ability to be able to provide. But when we center our narrative around Samoa, you know, and us as Samoans, you know, being born just to play football, then it really mm-hmm. limits us to what other things that we are capable yeah, of. Right. And the you way know. that people see us and right. what we're capable, yeah. you know. That's why we're... we're, we're we only we're, go to Samoa to look for uh, talent in that football. Part, that part. Right. You they only go there saying? to recruit. Right. You know, somebody just shared a story with me about uh, meeting a young Samoan, or I think he was Tongan, right? Meeting a young Tongan kid calling his name and, and he didn't see him on the field. And then so the young man went up to him and said, that's me. And he's tall and skinny and lanky. Mm-hmm. And the coach looked at him and was like, where's the rest of you? Really? Excuse me? 
really? And that's why this shit pisses me off. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the last the last strike for me was was that. You know, qualify. Eddie, I still see you, brother, but, you know, I got to hold you accountable to this I shit. I see you, yeah. kind of. So, no, I still see you, but mm. I'm going to hold you accountable because I care for you and mm. we come from the same community. Yeah. Hold him accountable hold, or Apple accountable? I'm going to hold both of them accountable. Both of them, but especially because he is the source knowledge for Apple. Right, yeah. So it's like it's it's your job even if – and I know how it is where – you feel like you're in a finally in a position of of privilege, and you're too afraid to correct someone. Come on. So you kind of just right, go with yeah. it, but it's like you can't be. You it know. was like, what was the process of like, like, did you include Eddie when you were editing this video to double check with Eddie? Like, how do you right. spell this? What does this mean, right? Yeah. And the way that it came out, I'm gonna assume that it was no. <laughs> Yeah. So the last thing I just want to touch on, I, I know my, I see you was going <laughs> oh, hella long, my. but the last thing that I want to touch on is that Eddie says that, you know, the the definition of what Samoa means is that Samoa, or, you know, Samoa means strong people, warriors. Okay. All right, buddy. Okay. The reason why I have an issue with this is because this is another thing that is you know, a misperception of like Samoa being football island, right? As mm. the air, let me give it the air quotes, football island, right? So they come and they recruit for talent, and then when we push these narratives on ourselves as like we're strong people and we're warriors, right? Then that limits our ability to be uh, vulnerable right. and emotional and right. have real ass feelings right. and be whole ass people, mm-hmm. you know, and really need have this need to like hold all of our shit in and be strong. Right. right when it could very well be strong or show strength by being able to show our emotion mm. Mm. right and so like just thinking of, thinking of this idea is like some you know uh let me quote eddie and because they quote him in the video it says that's the definition of someone strong people warriors and i just want to say that According, you know, like I've heard this a few times, but I know that in one of our previous episodes, when we were reading um, Samoan Queer Lives, it was explained that the definition of Samoa, you know, it means sacred center. Center, right. Yeah. And that's so meaningful. That's so Mm. powerful and so beautiful because to be sacred and in the center, right? Mm. Yeah. Like... We come like we are so much more than just these, these these things that we yeah. package ourselves into being. Right. You know what I mean? And so, you know, Eddie's story of like him just starting to play football. Right? He never he didn't like have this long career of playing football. He just picked it up mm. and he was good at it naturally because we have the ability to do this. Right. Mm. That's not, I bet that's not all he's good at. Right. Right. And so many other people out there are not just only good at this. Yeah. So for the the narrative to be centered around Samoa being football island and us continuously perpetuating these ideas, it really limits our, you know, our young people or just our people Mm -hmm. of thinking of themselves then more than that. Yeah. All right. Thank you for letting me get that you, out. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say at the end of the day, no matter what, even though I just called all these things out, you right. know, it's just yeah. really about count- accountability. And right. Apple, I would expect so much more of you, especially because I am such, 
I'm a consumer, right, yeah. of your products. Yeah. And so many other people. We, all we, of us here, right? right? I see one, two, three mm-hmm. iPhones. Right. <laughs> um, I just want to, you know, just say that I see you, Eddie, see how I'm out. And I also want to hold you accountable, my brother. And I wish yeah. you so much success, success right. and strength and courage because you are headed on a great journey, you know, you're about mm-hmm. to enter your collegiate career. Right. And college is such an important time. You, you get mm-hmm. to experience so much. And we're going to figure out what all these 23s are. Yeah. I'm going to shut the fuck up. So all thank right. you for coming to my Actually, TED Talk. Actually, your whole TED Talk was about 23 minutes. So I think. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. 23, 23, 23. Eddie C. see you. Come on. So. All right, y'all. So we want to get into it. Now Woo. that we done chopped it up for hella long. Right. We want to get to know Tainit Tarot. Tainit Tarot. Vani. Tarot. Oi, oi. Who is you, girl? Who are you? Because, you know, honestly, I want to say that when, when, I, when, when I read your page and it said Tainit Tarot, I was like, oh, that's... That's different, because mm-hmm. honestly, when I first when I heard it, or when like I seen it, but I heard it and I was like, like a like a tarot, like Galo. <laughs> like, right? does this girl love Galo? Does she uh, does she Brand. have a lot? Does she harvest? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's Tainted Tarot T A R O T. Yeah. So um, yeah, what's tell up, us about y'all? You. Um, my name is Javon Saililile. But um, I go by Tani Tarot on my social media platforms. I am an intuitive tarot reader. Mm. Um, so tarot is a card system of 78 cards, and it's imagery. And for the most part, all of the cards have their traditional meanings. However, the reason why I say I'm an intuitive reader is because I also go off of my intuition and what sticks out in the imagery um, and what what energies I feel when I'm reading the cards. Um, I'm a YouTuber, so come on. I do readings on YouTube. I post uh, readings uh, for the collective on my Instagram. And yeah, I like to consider myself an intuitive tarot healer and reader. Healer, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and okay. Vani, what uh, ethnic background are you? Oh, okay. So um, I'm Samoan and Creole. So my mom's full Samoan. My family's from American Samoa, um, Masafao, and Sailele, or Awa, which is mm. interesting because my grandpa's last name is Sailele, and to my understanding, it's, like, very close to Awa. It's, you you know, know, I think... Side by side. I always forget, because I remember I used to be corrected on this all the time. I can't <laughs> forget if there's two villages in Samoa spelled the same way, but I feel like um, it's Awa. The village is it is it Awa or your family's pronounced it Awa? My my family pronounces it Awa. Yeah, See, I've I think heard I think Awa that too. I think that there's two because oh okay because or maybe I'm just tripping and <laughs> y'all clarify it for us. Clarify. There you go. We, we over here technical. Check we over here that. Check no no no. You know I don't want I don't want. Yeah we don't right. want we don't want to be out here saying the wrong right. thing and I could True. just remember hearing that. Yeah, I heard yeah. it as I recognize that yeah. I'm I'm born in America, so I'm all open to being taught and corrected on my pronunciation. Holla. Same. Say la. Yeah, and then my other half is Creole, which is uh, okay. black, white, French, Native American, a whole bunch of other things. My dad's from Louisiana. Ooh. So yeah. it's like, it's kind of like that magic thing is just like Knowledge. flowing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
All right, so my question for you, why tarot reading? Word. Yeah, so it, it kind of uh, caught me by surprise. It's definitely not something that I could have told anyone I would end up doing. <laughs> um, it kind of found me. Um, it found you? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, so I've, looking back, there was like different parts of my life where it came up and I was just like, oh, okay, cool. So uh, April... Uh, April of 2018, I went to a woman's blogging event in San Francisco, met a makeup artist who was doing touch-ups there, and she was from D.C., and I was like, hey, what are you doing in the Bay? She was like, oh, I have a friend who's a psychic and a tarot reader, and she told me I'd end up moving to the Bay, so here I am. I was like, oh, okay, so that's the first time, right? And I was like, oh, okay, that's a sub. Didn't even think anything of it, didn't ask any questions, whatever, because it wasn't my thing. I was like, all right, cool, respect it. And then... um, Probably like a few weeks afterwards, I was talking to my cousin about the woes of dating in 2018, <laughs> <laughs> the way that things are, and kind of like the trash experiences. And, <laughs> and uh, the next morning, she's like, oh my God, sis, I follow this girl on Instagram, and she did a live last night about the full moon, and... Uh, she was talking about all the things that we were talking about last night. And I was like, Where? what's her name? So I looked her up mm. and I started following her and she worked with cards and I decided to get a reading from her. And it was a really great experience, very eye-opening and helped me work through some things. And I had like within the, the few months, like I had probably about like three readings. I feel like there's like a, right. a three thing that happens with me. Like it has to happened to me a few times before I actually grasp it. Mm. Um, so I'm dating this guy and the vibe completely like switches up while we're dating. And mm. I don't know what that's about. Um, so I ended up eventually breaking up with him. It was mutual. We broke up. Um, I found out some things that he said about me that were negative. And Dang. I didn't Fuck even, boy. And I didn't Dang. even know about it. Until Fuck after boy. I made my decision to break up with him. So I get in my car. Um, I like to pray in my car whenever I'm going somewhere. And I'm just like, God, thank you so much. Like, this is literally like how I'm like talking to God. And I'm like, right, yeah. thank you so much for the intuition and for the guidance and the discernment. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know why I felt the way that I did. And I didn't know why I made the decision. Like, I didn't have any proof. But I just knew and I trusted my intuition. And look what came out. Look what happened, God. And I was like, you know what? Please help me to trust that. Please strengthen my discernment. Please strengthen my intuition. Please help me to trust myself more. And like literally the whole next week, it was like, buy your own tarot deck, buy a tarot deck. And I bought one. And yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. That's That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I mean, you know, the fuckboy shit. Oh my gosh. Disgusting. That's a no no. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned that um I like how you mentioned that you um you went into prayer when you got in the car and you mm-hmm. know so I that's that's the next question I have, like spirituality. Mm-hmm. Because when you think of um just Pacific Islanders going mm-hmm. or practicing something like tarot reading, mm-hmm. we immediately I I don't know about you, Danny Boy, immediately go into like that's witchcraft. Yeah. 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 So like how like with you being Christian, were you Christian? Christian? Are you Christian or Catholic? Uh, 
I consider myself Christian. Okay. Yeah. And more than Catholic. I mean, it's muffled. <laughs> like my mom didn't really like put me through the entire process with Catholicism where you have your communions right. and all that. Go through so. catechism and all yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get the full process, yeah. but I mean, good? do you consider yourself Christian? Do you, Christian or do you uh, like yeah. I don't know, like what's the distinction? I like feel like it spiritual, would most, I don't you know? No, like, yeah. is it mostly like non denominational? Because I don't really feel like it still I falls under den- the Christian umbrella. It's, I mean, Jesus right. and God. Like okay. that's that's kind of right. my thing. So if that's considered Christianity, then just go ahead and put me under that umbrella. Yeah, because I can just um like again, if if I didn't know you, mm-hmm. I would have just judged you already. Yeah, you know, because I'm looking at those two as like those 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 two can't coexist yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. So, like, explain to us or to the listeners, to everyone, like how, like, you know, you 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 sent you you were you 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 were with God in this whole process of going through this tarot reading, going to these meetings. Like, it, it, yeah, those two things, like it happened. Yeah, with, and they can exist. Yeah, and what's, it can yeah, exist. Yeah, what's interesting is I feel like. And that's how I was able to know right. that I was doing the right thing because I had started this this prayer life uh, in my car like mm. probably two, three years back wow. um, because I used to live in Vacaville and I work in San Francisco. So I used to have long drives by myself. Oh, wow. yeah. And I just started using that as a time to pray. So I just turn off my radio wow. and I just speak to God the way that I speak to you guys. Yeah. And um, it's interesting because it's like God would respond, but not in an auditory form where you hear a voice. It would just be like this knowing. Right. Yeah. So having that practice of talking to God in prayer and just like letting it all come out. Yeah. And having a moment of silence be like, and then mm. getting answers and be like, okay, right. like that's, that's how it goes. Um, so without having gone through that training and that that process of prayer, I wouldn't have been able to discern the difference of am I doing the right thing or am I doing the wrong thing? Right. Mm-hmm. Because to me, before Tarot even came into the picture, that's how I understood how God spoke to me. Right. So it's like that's how I knew because I went to God about it. Mm. I felt bad. Like I was like Yeah, is what this? what was your views about tarot reading before you so before um before i i thought it was the same thing like hollywood depicts everything Mm. to an extreme yeah like the way that they portray us the way that they portray depression everything is so sensationalized because they need the theatrics to get a reaction out of people that's so true that's that it reminds me of that molly you in danger girl (laughs) (laughs) stupid Shoot. If you know what movie that's from, you better tweet oh. us. You better DM us. You know, I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah. no, nah, that, that's, so, that's what comes up for me when yeah. you talk about Hollywood <laughs> sensation, right. sensationalizing. Yeah, so people think of the death card or they think about the devil right. card. And probably just the fact that there's a devil card in the tarot deck is probably what makes people think, oh my God, it's the worst. Word. And um, so I, I did have the same feelings and ideas that other people have right. initially going into knowing about tarot and just feeling scared and and afraid and just having having that um what's the word I'm like, like that stereotype about mm, tarot right yeah so yeah that's how it was before that prejudice 
and and really just ignorance because ignorance is not knowing. So right. not ha- not knowing, not having that knowledge, not being able to personally deal with it. You just have all that you've been shown on TV. Right. Um. So yeah, I I felt that way uh, initially, but um, I'm sorry. No, that was no, that was the that was the yeah. question. Okay. And, and right. Yeah. And you're here now, right? And this was yeah. a, what I really what I really appreciate is that you you're able to share about like how you went to God with this, right? Yeah. Because off top, so many people think that this is not of God, right? right. Like, that it's witchcraft. Right. Mm-hmm. When we and you know, thinking about our culture, right? Like mm-hmm. practitioner, health practitioners, healers, um, were deemed which uh, what do you call it? which doctors right mm-hmm. and to think about something very specifically like the full full right, right. Yeah. like that was which deemed... I want to learn how if there's anyone out there who can teach me yo right. anybody that is willing to pass that knowledge down let right. us know yeah. um, but even like going to go to get full fold was like deemed uh, witch witchcraft was it by Catholicism yeah, yeah no, I did some reading because wow. there was really? one of the uh, I think. As, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. I read up about uh, one of the Aitulangi brothers in New Zealand or Australia who went to go see a healer to be fulfilled because they had an aiku, like a like spirits that were attached mm. to them, right? And us as Samoan people, we're very, we very much are connected to the spiritual realm, mm-hmm. right? We have a lot of um, ghosts. Yeah, in our like superstitions, beliefs, yep. and in our histories and our stories mm-hmm. that like, you know, I've had so many families talk about how they had an aiku attached to them, mm-hmm. um, and had, had they had to go see somebody to to right. get that shit worked out, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So like, this is very much a part of our culture yet because of, you right. know, because of the missionization of of our homelands and our people, like right. these things were deemed as witchcraft so and from the stories that i've heard that came back from american samoa with my younger sister and cousins when they spent like a school year out there is it seems like a lot of um when you get attacked by spirits in in samoa is there's a there's a there's a level of disrespect that has happened or a violation that the spirits feel have happened and that's why they choose to teach you a lesson or something like that and for the most part i think for the most I, part i don't think it's, it's like always the doing case things, but it but like a lot of things it's like whistling at night by the ocean or brushing your hair brushing your hair or wearing your night. hair down oh, at gosh. night yeah uh-huh. yeah and right. so one thing and i know we wanted to talk about clearing the space one thing that i've stopped doing um is i stopped sleeping my house at night because mm. i would just like I mean, I work long days. Sometimes that's the only time. But um, I was listening to a podcast. Before I listened to it, I always would cleanse my room at night, sweep my room. Um, And a few nights I just was like, no. I just felt like intuitively like, no, I shouldn't sweep. I'm not going to sweep. And like later on, I listened to a podcast where someone was like, it's not good to sweep at night because your spirits or your ancestors come to rest at night. And when you're mm. sweeping, you're moving about energy and you're disrupting them. Mm. So like I, so it's good to sweep in the in the morning the next day or throughout the day the next day because then you can clear out any energies or leftover spirits or whatever energy that's there in your house. But at night they come to rest. Right. And I feel wow. like there's so many ways that 
we in our community like connect with our ancestors and connect with spirits and we're all about respect i feel like respect yeah. is huge in our number community number one rule number one so it's like just understanding that okay i'm going to respect my ancestors and whoever decides to come and share space with me and i'm right. not going to sleep that night i think one of the things that i learned um after our FaceTime conversation that we had earlier this last week. Um, I learned that what you do with God mm-hmm. is of God. Mm-hmm. And like, cause I Come always on, thought bitch. like it has to be of God, you know, yeah. but then, you know, you mentioned a lot of things about doing, you know, always having God with you when you're yeah. doing a certain practice, when you're in the car, when you're doing everything is with God. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just think a lot of times, and we're probably going to go scripture, skip scriptural here, but I think a lot of times when even Jesus was like among the people, mm-hmm. he did a lot of things that was not of God in the eyes of the high priest mm. and the religious leaders. Right. Yeah. But one thing that he always mentioned is that he was with God. Yeah. You know, because he came in the form of God. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, you you really brought me back to a place of like, you know, she's doing everything with God. You yeah. Know? So it's like, you have like all this. It just makes it just as powerful. Yeah. It does. And it, it's not to exploit God either. And it's right. not to use him as as a mask to, to get to his people. Because whoever feels like they resonate with me, then you resonate with me. Absolutely. And you connect with me. And it's like there's so many things like greater is he that is in me than Come he is on, in the world. So for me, it's like... I'm connected right. with God. And something we mentioned earlier, like when I prayed, like, God, is this the right thing? Like, am I doing something wrong? And God's response to me was, you know, in the beginning with Adam and Eve, mm. you guys were able to be with me in the physical. Mm. But after that first sin was committed and I banished Adam and Eve from the garden, I didn't leave you. Even though you couldn't physically be with me, I didn't leave you, but now you have to get to me spiritually right. because you can't be with me in the physical right. anymore. So for me, when when I got that response, I was like, "All right, cool." Like, because right. all it is to me is spirituality and tapping yeah. in with that I am, you know. So I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't feel conflicted in any way. Come on, yeah. It was tough at first, though. I, I bet. Really, I, really, I bet. <laughs> I really appreciate you breaking that down, and even you, Bex, um, speaking about, you know, what what you do with God is of oh God, God because right. for me, so for me personally, I really love seeing, like, having this conversation too. My relationship with God, it's always been. I've always felt it to be beautiful, and always felt mm. it to be mm-hmm. free and open. But I've always had a, I've always questioned God, right? right? And I've always questioned. Just the, the the ideology around what the Bible preaches, you know right. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, for so long, you know, because of how I felt internally, and you know, all with all of my feelings, thinking about you know my identity, right. my sexual identity, and also being taught that to think that is sinful, right? Mm-hmm. And to be to be queer, to be gay is an abomination, mm-hmm. right. right? I'm always just inundated with these messages of. You're not, you're, you're, you're sinful, right? Like you're mm-hmm. of the devil if, if, you know, that's who you are, that's who you be, or that's what you engage in. Yeah. And I honestly, you know, there was a, there was a point in time where I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine who is a huge believer and he opened up to me about something. And so I opened up to him about like what my, uh, we were going to share our poems and my poem was about 
uh, it was about being queer, right? But like saying mm-hmm. it without saying it. And anyways, I came out to him at that moment. I was like, bro, like, yeah, you know, I'm into dudes. Right. You know, I couldn't even say it back then. Right. Um, and I shared with him that like I I I know I feel I felt I felt it that it was God who pushed me mm. to come to you know to. Be in a place where you can come out and mm. and, and be okay with it and right. start that journey and figure this shit out, right? Because mm-hmm. if I didn't, I would have taken my life for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that intuitiveness that you're talking mm-hmm. about, Vani, is like, I felt that at that moment where God like really spoke to my my core, right? right. And I'm like, you need to accept this. Yeah. You need to, th- I made you who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right? People always say that like being gay or being queer is a choice. No, the choice is is if we want to live our truth or not. Mm-hmm. That's right. the choice. I can't help but So for me, like listening to that story, I just want to say that separation you feel, that's not God. Mm. The the things that make you feel separate from God, that's man putting their oh. their views. Oh. Cuz see, that's the thing. It's like the Bible is so old. But you got to think about it. God had to use people to write it. Right. And he, God didn't stop people from doing what they were naturally going to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like how many people put their own views and perspectives in some of those words. And I feel like spiritually you can discern even in, in anything that um, anything is open to interpretation. So even if something is said in a negative way, um, you can still dig into it and find the true meaning for you so that separation that anybody feels yeah anytime you feel separation from god or from spirit or source or universe that's not god that come on that's not damn that hell you just hella gave me a lot right right yeah so i just i just want you to know (laughs) so i never want you to feel that way or anybody to feel that way because anytime you feel hate shame Come on. Or anything like that, that's not God. Come on. Come Going on. Going back to that quote. Right. From the doctor right. himself. Yeah, love because yeah. God is love. And, yes. and he would never want you to feel like that's why in the beginning of the prayer I said, let us see each other like right. the way you see us. Yeah. Because that, that's yeah. what's really important. Yeah. Bonnie, Bex. Yeah. I see y'all. <laughs> I know. I see y'all too. And that, that's and that's the understanding again when you when you spoke about at the story of Adam and Eve, like I thought mm-hmm. like that con- that decision mm-hmm. of eating the apple, that was without the presence of God. Yeah. But, you know, outside of everything, they were now with God because, mm-hmm. you know, that revelation of coming. Into- and I think of, like, lust is without the presence of God and love is with the presence of God. You know, mm-hmm. it's like two distinct things that it's just like, it's easy. It's like lust is without, mm-hmm. without the on- everything. And love is with God, you know, in yeah. every form. Does we ha- we can't judge the way you love? Yeah, it, you know from your heart what, what it is, and that's with God, you know. Yeah. So yeah. It, I also like even, too deep. We gotta, we yeah, even that even that just makes me think like God. God is also discipline, and to be without God is instant gratification because right. uh. like that discipline like keeps you from taking the apple and having that instant gratification instead of doing whatever you've been called to do or being right. disciplined. You better speak this. You better speak Come it, on. girl. <laughs> yes. This is getting too spiritual. I feel like Where's the church it? music out? Let's have an altar call now. Can it ever be too spiritual, though, Bex? It can't. You know, our, our, it's always spiritual when we exactly. talk. Exactly. Really. I just, you know, you'd be calling out like, we're going to get spiritual. Come on, girl, bring yeah. it. Yeah. Let's I go know. there, you know, because. That's true. Yeah. 
because yeah. that's the, as a culture. I hella need this. You that's know? what we. That's where we stamp like our our identity at. You know, mumu leatua. You know, right. which which is what I was gonna say. It's like, brother Eddie, if you wanted to use any quote. Right? <laughs> Come on. You got so many to choose from, bro. But see, again, it's, it's yeah. just like, anyway, we're not talking about that. Yeah. But yes, God is first. Um, I think a question that I want to tap in with you about, because mm-hmm. we've got, just you've given us so much. Right? I want to, you know, I want to tap in with like how this has been received by your family. Because, Ooh. you know, because it can be, uh, Talk view, about that. It can be viewed as a, a negative. Okay. Um, so it's interesting because now as I think about this answer, I realize that there's such like qualities to the feminine and qualities to the masculine. Mm-hmm. So starting with my parents, my mom was very like open to it. It wasn't something that it's something she needed to feel out, but she didn't immediately shut down. She like recognized it, acknowledged it, and was kind of just like, "Okay, Vani, well, if that's something that you want to do, like, she probably asked a few questions." But I feel like there's there's a certain level of trust that a mother has with her child because you come from her, like you've been within her body. So I feel like my mm. mom just kind of like she knows my heart, mm. and so she like trusts me to kind of venture out and do things knowing that I'll find my way regardless. Mm. Whereas my dad is like what a lot of uh, masculine or just fathers do where my dad just kind of deflected. Like he hasn't really like had the conversation with me. It's kind of like, um, like I've, I actually like sent him a reading that I did for him for his birthday and he didn't reply. He didn't respond. We've talked in text since then. Mm. And I even sent him a text. So my thing is like my dad is not someone who doesn't talk or say anything, but he hasn't acknowledged it. Oh. So I feel like, and, but my dad is like very much about like energy, law of attraction, um, you know, different frequencies and listening to frequencies to heal and Come all on. that stuff. So it's like he knows, but he hasn't really had the conversation with me. Okay. Um, How my, does that make you feel? I'm fine with it. Like I've in, and I'm fine with it now because of going through what I went with, went through with my younger sister. So I'm the second oldest of five with my mom, six including my little brother from my dad. And uh, the first time I told my younger sister that I bought a tarot deck, she was just like, mm, "Isn't that like?" I was like, what? Like, satanic? (laughs) And she was like, yeah. Like, isn't it's just weird. It's just weird, Vonnie. Like, do you still pray? Like, do you still Mm. believe? Like, all, like, giving me the rundown. I was like, yes, I still pray, Fina. Like, yes, I still (laughs) believe in God. And I was like, but have you ever wondered what our people believed and practiced before we were Mm. colonized? Come on. Like, have you ever thought about that? And she was like. I think about it all the time. (laughs) And so she was like my greatest resistance and Mm. she still isn't fully open to it. And I've like, I struggled with that. And even tarot has helped me learn how to deal with, with that, that feeling. Mm. And I think that it's the whole coming about of coming out of the broom closet, which by the way, know. coming out of the broom closet is like you think about brooms being attached to witches, right? So it's like 
coming out of the broom closet is like coming out about your spirituality or mm. your practices that right. aren't commonly recognized or accepted in the greater masses, I guess. Mm. Um, so I had to learn that it, it's okay. Like, it's okay that she's not ready to have that conversation. Right. Like, what was the true purpose of me telling her? Like, when I told her, was it that I was looking for affirmation or mm. to be accepted? No. It was something that I was excited about, something that ignited in me that I was proud of. Right. And I wanted to share it. And Come I on. can't be upset with her right. for not being okay with it. Right. You That's not yet. That's love. Right. Not yet. That's love. And it's just like you got to respect people where they're at and see them where they're at and just be like, you know what? It's cool. Um, I think of it like a... What did I say? Like like a clubhouse. Like it's not my job to come in and tear down your clubhouse and be like, all of this is fake. Right. This like right. that's that's what makes you feel safe. That's your comfort zone. Cool, mm. sis. Mm -hmm. It's all right that you're not ready to talk about spirituality and, right. and go deeper into that. I'm good. And um, so I, I, I feel better about it now. And, mm. you know, everyone kind of has their own dosages and how much they accept right. or how much they're comfortable with. And it's being able to maneuver and understanding that there's conversations that I can't have with her. And right. that's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. that shouldn't be an issue. Right. It's like, I can't talk about sex to my grandma. Is that an right. issue? No. no. So right. why is it an issue that I can't talk about spirituality to my younger sister? Right. I should be able to respect her comfortable, you know, her level of comfortability and be like, all right, that's where she's at. Look that's at you awesome. being equitable. Right. <sighs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Well, before we get into the, the big piece of <laughs> of uh, our episode, I just want to ask if there's anything that you would like to offer to listeners who, you know, maybe really taking in everything that we're talking about, right. gaining understanding, um, anything that you want to offer folks, you know, of how they could be open to, or maybe maybe I'm not asking the question right, but just... Any offerings you want to give to folks okay. who may be skeptical yeah. or may have questions? Yeah, I think that um, that what I do is, like, just like how you mentioned what Lady Sane kind of has, like, her own. Everyone has gifts and abilities. Mm. And I feel like um, these are gifts from God. Mm. Um, they're spiritual things. And um, what I do is nothing really special from what anybody can do. I think that we all have those gut feelings. And when you go against your intuition, you're like, oh, I knew it. Yes. I knew I yes. shouldn't have, you know, like something told me. And the biggest thing that I found with tarot is that it teaches people to trust themselves because mm. what I tell people going into a reading is some of these things that come up in your reading aren't going to be like, like right. mind blowing, oh my god type moments. It's mostly going to be like the the most thing common thing that I hear from people is, you just helped clear up a lot of things for me, or I've been going back and forth about this thing and now I know what to do now. Thank you. So, if anything, what the cards will reveal in your reading is how to trust yourself. It helps strengthen your intuition because things come up that you've already known. But the way that we're taught is that if you don't have proof, if you don't yeah. have any type of uh, tangible thing to tie that feeling to, then it's debunked and it's not true. Mm. And so we're taught right? not to trust our intuition. Mm. We're taught to silence yes. our power. Right. So 
something that I would suggest as baby steps just for people to practice their own intuition is when you have a feeling or a hunch about something, write it down, put it in a journal, put it in your notes and go on about your day and Mm. see what happens and reflect. And it's like if your intuition was on point with that person, with that meeting you were going to, with that job, you know, if you didn't go against what you wrote down, if you went against what you wrote down and things turned out, was was your intuition right? Mm. If you decided to go with that thought that you wrote down and it can't turn out right, like it's to teach you to trust yourself. So if anything, trust yourself, um, trust your own intuition. Um, and also know that all readers aren't the same. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so it's like, that. I can't, I can't speak for everyone. Um, because everyone has their own level of integrity and, um, like I said, you're you're smarter than you think you are, and mm. you have this innate ability to discern and make moves the way that you see fit. Don't silence your intuition, even if it's a reader. If you don't, re- if you decide that you want to go get a reading, um, see if your energy and your spirit connects with that person. If the vibe is off, the vibe is off. Right. Don't get a reading from them. Even for me, I have no problem turning down a reading if I don't resonate. And I'll happily suggest other readers who I know and trust. Um, also, if anyone wants to get a reading from me. Oh, get that plug. Um, yeah. Plug I'm it in, girl. Do, plug it in. Yeah. So what you can do is you can find me on Instagram at Saelele underscore says. Can you spell that for the people? S is in Sam. A-I-L-E is in Edward. L-E is in Edward. I always feel so grown when I do that because my mom, I used to hear her on the phone doing that all the time. Underscore says S-A-Y-S. DM me if you want a reading and mention this podcast episode 23, specifically 23 because that's a magic number. And I will give you guys 10% discount off of your first reading. Also, I work on a sliding scale, so I feel like everybody deserves to get guidance. So I could always work something out for you if you guys want to. Oh, we need to. We need to do. Yes, we need to let the listeners know. Get that discount. Yeah. Yeah. Our people love a discount. Promo code. Promo code for the cultures. Yeah, we're gonna put it out. We're gonna put it out for the cultures. Yeah, for the cultures. There we go. Gosh, you know one thing that you um said that really kind of um like took me back to a story when my mom was alive in 2012 Mm -hmm. um rest in peace mama but um you you spoke about like just being open and you know having heart to just you know kind of being open-minded to this type of Mm -hmm. you know spirituality and i just there is this time when my mom was alive i think it was happening in 2011 my mom was depressed she was bedridden Mm -hmm. she was like in this hospital bed in her room you know she had uh, the machine kind of plugged into her like 24 hours she's and she was in living like that for like a good 10 years Mm -hmm. that's been her thing the only time she gets up is when she eats or you know we have to give her a bath but that situation brought a lot of depression a lot of um just a lot of dark thoughts in her and she was having a, one of these maiku symptoms. Mm. And um, during that time, 2011, I was in Bible college. Now, mm. wait, can you explain what that word means? The maiku. Maiku? Yeah. Um, what's the English word? It's like uh, demon possessed. Yeah. Maiku. So, yeah, you know, the, what my dad saw something in her and was able to kind of just 
read it as demon possessed. Maiku. Mm. And um, during Bible, during my time, during that time, I was in Bible college. So my views were, no, we need to pray for her and pray that demon out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But my dad's view was, no, I'm going to call back home, get somebody on the phone, pay for the ticket, fly them over here and do the full and that whole kind of like spiritual practice mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. how to kind of get that out. Yeah. So um, anyways, I was so against it. Mm. I was not open to that form of spirituality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was not open because I was not educated mm-hmm. and I didn't grow up the way my dad grew up, you know, yeah. and the way all like every, my uncles, aunts and my mom, my mom was all in and, you know, talking to my dad saying, yeah, go call whoever you need to call in Hawaii, send them over here and, you know, please, because I need it because, you know, my mom, she would just be in and out of this state of just like speak, you know, talking in a different voice or just like, mm. a, you know, it was just her, everything changed in her, her mm-hmm. demeanor, her voice. Yeah. But she would be in and out. There mm-hmm. would be like another hour. She's back to my mom. And then mm. she goes into this deep, dark place. And now she's something else, someone else. Wow. So I was not open at all to that. My dad was just like, just telling me to shut up and saying, like, get your views out of here. And I'm like, I thought my views were our views, though. Yeah. I grew up in this one church. Mm -hmm. However, I did not understand the language, you know, because I was raised here, born and raised in America. Sad to say. Poor confession. Um, I have a lot of catching up to do, but um, I I didn't, I just assumed that we all had the same view that I had. Like, Mm -hmm. we just need to pray, Dad. And, you know, I learned in the Bible school that if we just lay hands and just pray, the demon will come out. We just have to have faith. And my dad was like, no. We go to whoever is specialized in this or walks in this gift. Mm -hmm. We call them over and they come here and do the fulfill and do that whole, you know, the the process of um, casting that out. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, I was so, my energy... To my dad and my family was so bad. Like mm-hmm. I regret this so much mm-hmm. because like I brought so much unbelief to the energy that was yeah. happening. Because all my like there was like three different uncles that came from two from Hawaii, one from out here. They all came to gather and really you know couple and believe and you know mm-hmm. to believing that 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 demon Maiku mm-hmm. will come out of my mom. And then there's me. Negative Nancy, like, you guys are wrong. The Bible says this. Mm-hmm. You guys are, this is so wrong. I cannot be around here. This is all demon-driven. And I yeah, just yeah. I just brought so much negative energy because mm-hmm. of what I was learnt, taught here. Mm-hmm. And I realized, we, um, like, like, now, you know, like, because I can understand, like, people. Because a lot of my family members, even when I told my, like, some of my cousins, sister, they were like, wow, that." A witch, a witch doctor, someone who's practicing tarot reading, like, mm. those people don't exist in our culture. And I'm just like, be open, because I'm going to explain yeah. <laughs> that that's the mindset oh, that, that was I like had. recently about this episode? Yeah, because oh, I spoke wow. to some people about yeah, it, and they're yeah. like, that's weird. And yeah. that was the mindset. Their mindset now is the mindset that I had in 2011. Anyhow, yeah. I say that all this is that the unbelief that I brought, my dad literally got so mad at me. He told me to leave and I left quick because I'm like, you guys are wrong. Your belief, your spirituality is all mm-hmm. wrong. You guys are going to mess up mom even more and she's sick. Mm-hmm. And my dad did the best thing ever was mm-hmm. to cuss my ass out, <laughs> send send that negative Nancy away. Mm-hmm. And they went for it. They about the whole thing. My sister, two of my sisters were there and they were new at it too, mm-hmm. but they were born in, they were raised in Samoa. So they they just knew that they just had to sit there and support and believe. Yeah. And everything worked out. 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, again, the young lady came. She said that she's a child of God, and she's just is going to sit with my mom and just, you know, pray with her and talk with her, and whatever comes out, comes out. Mm-hmm. And uh, my sister uh, was just sharing with me, like, yeah, she, the young girl sat at her at my mom's feet, and something happened in their conversation, like 20 minutes in the conversation mm-hmm. where, like, you know, the, the, the lady started manifesting, and I guess whatever was trying to come out of my mom came in her, mm-hmm. and she was manifesting in it. And then after she manifested and for a few minutes, she came out of it, and she was able to interpret whatever happened in her oh. to my dad and whoever was witness. Wow. And it was crazy because... She mentioned a lot about unforgiveness, you know, what she saw. Mm. And the whole experience was, like, Mm. an uncle, a family member that, you know, that um, my dad needed to just kind of reconcile and just kind of, you know, come to peace with because, you know, like, that was just something that was bad during that time. And both my mom and dad were able to attest to that because there was a family member that did not like my dad at all. Mm. And he had gone to be with the Lord before reconciling that. Wow. And it just bear witness with them. And here I am thinking the Holy of Holies refusing to be open. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I was the wrong one and mm-hmm. I was stuck in my own ignorance. And yeah. it's just, I share that story because like I want people to be open to this yeah. and to give this a chance because they're going to see a uh, you know, their spirituality, whatever they, but they're going to see yeah. that a part of, you know, when the when the when they're getting this whole tarot reading experience, you know, yeah, and like my unbelief was so toxic that I know that if I was still among them, it, nothing would have worked well because mm. my dad would have been upset, everybody would have been frustrated, and there nobody is believing, and there's no sense of yeah. oneness right. for something to happen, you know. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, just yeah, belief, powerful faith. I know that stuff is its own magic. Yes, just, you know. The power to will it with your with your intentions and your energy. And that's really all that like, well, not all that, but there's so many different parts of witchcraft or whatever. But, you know, you hear about spells and things right. like that. It's a really just setting an intention. That's the same thing as like when people ask for their prayer warriors to pray about a certain thing. It's like there's that power with an intention mm. and a ritual like fasting where you're you're doing something to will something to happen that you're praying for that you want to happen. So right. um I feel like there's there's so many ways that we use quote unquote magic mm. and we don't realize it. But you know, thinking about somebody constantly and they call loving thinking about a song and it plays on the radio Mm. it's you know it's like everyone kind of does it day to day but it's super low-key because until you learn about it you don't know what it is right but i feel like everybody i feel like everybody is is magical and everybody does magic every day but you don't know that you're doing it right come on y'all giving me life right now (laughs) i've been quiet i'm just i'm like i'm just being Set free for real. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm absorbing a lot. My cup is full. I think I, I needed to hear. No, I don't think I needed to hear all of everything that you two just shared. Like, so it's really nice to yeah. just sit here and yeah. really thank you for feel stories. Shift. Yeah. yeah, really feel that. I just want to share how ignorant I was. <laughs> I thought I was like. 
I can dig on it. top yeah. of like I went to school. I know I studied. I did this. And yeah. I mean, but honestly, I love I've how been... your like dad took it back to the roots. Like took it right, back. Like, I know. I know what we've been. You know. Uh, what we've been doing but this is what i know also to be true right yeah. and it speaks it's to like, what you shared vani right about like um it being healing practices and something that mm-hmm. came before you know uh we believed in, in anything else christianity anything else. Yeah. right yeah when people talk about being loyal to the soil like what your pops said i was loyal to the soil right okay. you know you gotta realize that like things happen and come like I felt like throughout this process, I've also thought about religion and it's like, I don't think, even if like, let's say like you believe the story in the Bible about man coming from dirt. Mm. I just feel like God has to resonate with people based on the soil that they come Mm. from. So, you know what I'm saying? Like he can't be the same form everywhere all the time Mm. because where you come from, your roots, your soil that you're from is different. Right. And God has to speak to you differently. And that's how we're so powerful oh, as a universe Lord, because we <laughs> all bring something unique based on where we're from. Yeah. Oh, yes, so Lord. it's like, you know, it's like tap into your gifts, man. Tap into Real your job. magic. Tap into your magic. I just man, I, I also feel like there's such stigma with words like magic and witchcraft right. and spells. Yes. You know, like, and witch, you know. And like, witch. I mean, because, you know, honestly, even with like listening to the readings and really receiving the readings... Yeah. I was questioning inside of like, oh my gosh, is it is because I'm like really believing in this and feeling it that like something bad is gonna happen, you know, like still right. having that like that residue, fear. yeah, that fear, that residue of like thinking that these things are uh, demonic right. and yeah. witchcraft and that it's that it's all dark, yeah. right? Yeah. When there's lightness and there's darkness, yeah. mm. and that is even clear as day with like the way that the bible has been used right, right. Like, it's supposed to be a light yet so many people have used it for power to yeah for power and right. to darken people mm-hmm. to pe- to put people's light out yeah my friend uh my friend had recently he was recently on a podcast talking about like spirituality and he said something about the word demon basically means separation to like separate and he was like so when you're separating yourself from me or you're trying to single me out that's demonic like that's like separation is demonic and the fact that you're trying to like single me out as a bad person like that in itself is wrong right um so yeah it's 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 all very interesting uh i would say if there's anything that I want to like give out to the people before like we go into anything else is breaking down the two cards that people are most afraid of in tarot. I feel like I should definitely throw that out. Yeah, Please. What is, what is it? The devil card and the death card. Okay, so the devil card is not actually representing the devil himself. Um, when you get the devil card in a reading, what it's doing is it's speaking to something unhealthy that... That it's someone or something unhealthy in your life. So it could be um, the devil is about addictions, about codependencies, Mm -hmm. about unhealthy habits. So um, if it comes up, then it's like, okay, there's actually for the taroscope, Scorpio got the devil card. And what I like put in that reading for Scorpio is that if there's goals or things that you're going after, question you need to question and observe why you want it 
Is it coming from a healthy place? Do you want it for the right reasons or do you want it because what it means to someone else or how the status that it gives you if you accomplish it? You know, so the double card is really something to help you uh, do some work on. Is it love that you have with this person or do you just not want to be alone? Are you just being codependent? Come on. You know, like. Y'all hear that? You this 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 weight loss goal is it is it because you want to be healthy or is it because you're trying to fix something that right, people you get right. what I'm saying like because snap, what snap, it snap. is is it's like if your intentions aren't in a healthy place then you shouldn't pursue it at least at this time until you that's heal good. it so that's what the devil card is really about if you get a devil card in your reading the death card the death card rarely 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 represents a physical death. What the death card is about is endings and beginnings. So it's kind of like a mm. death and rebirth. So the death card is something that you even in yourself know that something needs to come to an end. It's a significant end that is approaching that needs to happen that is possibly with if you're if you're rejecting the death card or you don't want the death whatever needs to end to happen, it's really building up blessings that can't flow through because you won't let go of something Mm. so the death card really just represents endings with a for sure new beginning wow now do you do you get trained before like do you go to a certain training or are you making up these so there are trainings that you can there's like classes certificates for everything of course um i have not been formally trained um i just have done research and ultimately like just working with the cards because a card that comes out in your reading can mean one thing and it can mean something totally different for you because that's why i say it's intuitive right right and i'll tell people like usually this card means something something but what I feel is that this card is saying that. So I think this is That's a dope. beautiful segue into the little. No, it's not little. It's a huge thing. Right. But we, you know, we're talking about it, right? We're gonna be about it right now. Yeah. Um, and so we're gonna have the pleasure of uh, Tane Tarot uh, reading the both of us, Bex and I. Yeah. And then also something for the collective as well, right? Yeah, we're also gonna do a pick a card reading for the collective. Um, and you can also, great. you'll be able to find this. We, we'll put this up somewhere, somehow. We're going to yeah, okay. make this happen so that, you know, we know that this is a podcast and this is a lot of talk, but we're going to put visuals out so that you all can see and be a part of this. And maybe this will be your first experience with it right. if you're open to it. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's, let's get into it. Okay. All right. Here we go, <laughs> y'all. So we're going we're gonna to have Tane Tarot do a reading for us. Yes. So I was trying to think about um, what kind of reading to do for you guys. And I'm just going to start shuffling now to kind of collect the energy. Um, But I wanted to do something very, like, helpful. And I'm a reader who, like, really cares about, like, constructive readings to kind of help people. Um, In the tarot community, love readings are super popular, Mm. but I more so gravitate towards personal development. I love type readings. Yeah, so I have a love for that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So this is going to be set up like a relationship reading, but this is going to be your guys's relationship. So um, what we're going to look at is uh, the role each of you play. 
the um, importance of that role and how you can best stand in that power, mm. um, that unique power that you guys bring. Um, and then also we'll look at um, the collective energy between you two and the best way that you guys can work together towards your goal. Or we can look at um, the current goal, that you like the focus that you guys should have right now and how you guys can best work together. And uh, a final card for advice. I think that, that would be super helpful. Nice. Oh my goodness. All right. I love you, Bex. <laughs> <laughs> so for Not me, um, I just like to uh, thank Spirit. Mm. Thank you, Ancestors. Oh, Siri, come my on. My pleasure. Oh, my pleasure. She was like, you're welcome. Sorry about that, guys. No, it's all good. See, not, see, Apple, I, Apple, you acting up. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> also, Siri has an Australian accent. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was trying to give her a South African one, but it took too long to download. All right. <laughs> so thank you, Spirit. Thank you, ancestors, guardian angels, and spirit guides for this guidance. I ask that you please help me to remove my ego, set my ego aside so that I can clearly discern the messages coming through for D-Boy and Bex. This is a relationship reading for their own individual powers and their presence that they bring, helping us to understand the importance of their roles and how they can best work with that. This is like the this is like the first uh, reading live like in person. Yeah, this is your first in person yeah, reading. Because all the readings have been like you know through social media. Oh yeah. right, yeah, that's true. Well, over the phone. So like this is. Yeah. Do you want to touch the cards? You can like just touch the deck to just put your energy in it. Oh nice. Yeah. Take all my energy cards. <laughs> there you go. And then you can go ahead and yeah, cool. All right. So, so I love hearing the shuffle. This is so I dope. Know, it's like ASMR. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that you should do one of those. Hey, I've thought about it because one of my friends is like, it's so relaxing to watch you shuffle cards. It is. It sounds beautifully. And I also like personally just love shuffling cards. I love playing cards. Yeah. Um, like I'm such a Sweet card player. Yes. No, so actually, I like when I when I started building my ancestor altar for my great grandparents on my mom's side, I was asking my mom things that my great grandparents liked that I can put on the altar for them, and she was like, "Grandpa always played solitaire. He'd play solitaire all day, and if he and I don't know the Samoan word for it, but she was like, if it broke, if it broke even or something, then he'd go play bingo." It's like he knew that he'd win at bingo. Right. And I was like, uh, you know that cards were used for tarot back in the day. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, when it was, like, dangerous for people to, like, use tarot because it was seen as, like, witchcraft or whatever. People would use um, a regular pl deck playing card yeah, to read. Wow. And there's actually something called cardamency, I think is the, the way that it's pronounced. But people still do use... Playing cards, cards to, for to, divination, yeah. The, um, I I believe that there's island folks that still do that because I know some people, you know, get their, they go and get their belly read, right? That's what the word oh, is for cards, think, spelling. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember what she said, but 
my grandpa. It's either Pele or Pele. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's that. Um, and, you know, like I, I come from a, a home where my grandfather was, you know, a faithful And so he allowed us to play cards, but we can never play cards on Sunday. Mm. <laughs> Ever. And I don't know That's if it had to do with like gambling, gambling or anything or... like that, but maybe it has something to do with like his knowledge of like how cards were used and then viewing mm. you know so oh right yeah oh, wow. interesting. Mm. interesting okay anyways so this card represents bex mm. and her role um and then this is the he importance of that and um the best way that you can bring that forth and uh, bring that mm. into the relationship and i'll move this over Okay, and then this card represents D-Boy and his role. And this is the significance, importance of that role. And then this is how you can best, like, work with that and, and bring that forth to the relationship. This card represents um, the current goal or path that you guys are on. This card represents um, the best way that you guys can work towards that goal together. And then this card will just be final advice. Oh, underlying energy is the sun. That's awesome. So the sun is, the sun is the the like the absolute happiness, like the best card, mm. like that you guys can have in the deck. So I feel like what for you guys could have like the sun card as the underlying energy is really just saying like make sure that you guys always remember because there's a baby on like a white horse. So wow, the white horse. Uh, on a pony so it's like make sure that you guys never get so serious in what you do oh my god why do i feel emotional like never get so serious in what you do to where you lose the joy and why you started and why you guys do what you do so like the sun card is like just remember that joy that you guys have and the youthfulness that comes mm. with it I so love let's it. see Ooh, High Priestess. This came out earlier. So, Bex, um, for you to get the Eight of Swords as, as your role is, I feel like you're someone who is able to um, cut through the fears. Like, if there's ever any, like, fears or doubts or uh, any type of point where you guys are, like, very, like, stuck, mm. um, you're able to, like, unravel that. Because the Eight of Swords, I'll show this to so the Eight of Swords is someone who is stuck, but they're stuck based on their thoughts. They're not physically stuck. They can get out, but they're choosing to stay stuck out of fear. Mm. So for this to be like your role and your strength is like whenever things get scary in whatever you guys are doing, when things get scary, uncomfortable, or there's any fears, I feel like you're someone who's able to strip it down and be like, all right, let's look at the facts. Like, let's not get too caught up in being scared or worried. Mm. Like, what really needs to happen here? Like, I feel like you're someone who, like, kind of, like, pulls it together and, like, debunks all of um, the, the thoughts or the trapping ideas and fears mm. that, that leave you guys stuck. I feel like you're someone who's, like, really strong and able to pull right. that back take wow, off the blindfolds wow. and untie you guys and like because oh, this wow. is like someone who's like bound but doesn't have to be they could easily just unravel themselves and take the blindfolds off and get mm. out so i feel like that's a strength that you bring um and wow. then the importance of that is i feel like you're able is the lover's card so you have like so far you guys have three major arcana cards and the major arcana are like larger themes of life 
So for the lover's card um, to come out, um, it's interesting, too, because this is the eight of swords, and then this is six and two, which makes eight. So, mm. <laughs> so oh. yeah. Yes. So that's interesting. I can't remember. Are you in the personal? No, you're in your personal year one. Um, yeah. So what the lover's card is saying to me for, like, the importance, and it's funny because we talked about Adam and Eve, right? Right. And then here's, like, an image of that. So the, Oh, my God. So the importance of this is for you to be able and the high priestess. So I feel like there's a strong intuition of you being able to discern the difference between reality fears and caution and caution that's kind of just happening on your own. Cause sometimes like our mind, like mind fuck ourselves. Like right, we really can yeah. like psych ourselves out and, and not be uh, in fear. But I feel like with the lover's card, the lover's card is about making choices. Um, not so much on, on temptation. It's like, it's funny. Cause we also talked about like temptation right, and like yeah. what motives you have in making the decision. So I feel like it's very important that with, with that eight of swords energy that you're able to make that heart over mind decisions and really mm. your 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 high priestess, which is your intuition, someone mm. who knows things that aren't readily revealed to others. The high priestess is like she has that secret knowledge that not everyone gets to tap into. So I feel like your your main goal is to help you guys get through the scary parts of where you're unsure of what to do and really being able to strip it down and be like, well, what's the best decision for mm. us? And I also wow. feel like there's a male and female here in this picture and there's an angel in the center and there's a sun. So it's like just letting letting God or your spirit or what's right be the center mm. of what you guys do. Um, um, so... I love or the, that. Lover, or I the love lovers that. of the culture. Right? Can, yeah. you, can you show what that looks like? Please? Yeah, the lovers, the lovers card. And I love this high priestess. Like I, I want to. I because this to came get, out earlier when I was shuffling. Do you guys right, remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, follow your intuition. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I mean, I don't know. If, I'm gonna just share this, right? Share it. That Bex uh, was is, is widely known at, or known or formerly known as Pastor Bex. Mm, yeah. Right, and and her. Her involvement in church and uh, the pastoral role, right? And so, mm -hmm. just to think about high priestess is like, hell yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, what's up, high priestess? <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely feel like there's, cause then it like ties into like that that church that spirituality theme, right? Where there's like an angel mm. here, and then also that like that knowing. I feel like. There's always going to be like this angel or this this spirituality that balances you guys, right? And also looks over you. So I feel like always be able to trust your intuition because I'm also seeing like mm. the like woman and the male, the black and the white here. So mm. I feel like there's a balance that you bring to things. And also, like I said, being able to, here's the high priestess, mm. being able to bring that this is what we should do or this is how we get through this. So I feel mm. like you're someone who's going to be like really strong in those like tough moments where you guys may be like stuck behind fear on like how to grow or what to do next. This wow. is like, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, so let's look at that's dope. That's, uh, 
huge job. So with the Queen of Cups being um, your role is I feel like this is... Um, I feel like you guys both have a lot of intuition, but I feel like this is saying that um, like your strength is your ability to harness your emotions and to really feel and, and lead with love. Mm. Um, because and then also just to note, there's an angel in the lover's card and it's like the queen of cups sits on a throne mm. with three angels on it. Oh, wow. So um, three. I know. What's up with the threes? Yeah. So, um, I feel like there's also like a very like protective energy that you bring to, oh, yeah. to yes. the, um, to the podcast and just to your guys' projects, very protective, but also like you have your own intuition as well. Mm. Um, let me just look at this a little bit more. So I think something that's that's really important, too, is that although you feel a lot, it's important that you express what you feel mm. and be very open about it because okay. the Queen of Cups also has this cup, but the cup is covered, right? That's a big oh, cup. Wow. So it's like you have the ability to to feel a lot of emotions, but I feel like it's really important that you let that out because mm. um, the importance of that is this Ten of Wands. So the Ten of Wands is typically known to be like a very like a burdensome energy. And I feel like the best way that you can work with those emotions that maybe you hold in is is to push through and let it out because then it leads. Do you? Ha it's, it's interesting because I know you're an earth sign, but there's like... I already said that I feel like you're like the king of wands, so you must have fire in your chart somewhere Woo! because like the wands come out a lot. Well, my and grandma always says that I'm a double Taurus because of you know the the way the yeah. how, the time I was born, the year, and all that. Like two of my signs are Taurus. Taurus, but that's Earth. Oh, but the other earth. thing oh. too that's interesting is I think about like you recently deciding to dye your hair red. Right? Oh. Which is like that fire. So I feel like you're really like unleashing things <gasps> and your ability to um, balance how much you feel, but also how much you express is really going to help you push through barriers and also help other people push through barriers. Because there's it's like, courage. there's, yeah, like there's things that, um, that people have been dealing with. And I feel like just because your, your ability to feel is going to allow you to connect with people to push through those barriers and break mm. them down. And um, the best way that you can harness that is to take action. So whenever you emotionally feel called to or you feel passionately called to push through something and work through something, the Knight of Wands is the best way. It's like, you got to take action. Ooh. Yeah. Be you got to take bro. action. And action. I feel like, um, like if there's, I feel like you guys very well balance each other out mm. because it's like, it's like the eyes, like, you know, like the eyes and the shield. Right. So I, I feel like, um, there, there may be things that Bex can see that you don't see mm -hmm. or things mm -hmm. that like your emotions 
so there's like a balance because it's like we have air, which is the element of um, the swords, which is the element of air. And then we have water. So it's like mm. thoughts and emotions. Wow. So it's like you guys are both there. And like the lovers is like you guys being able to balance that out. Um, mm. So I think that this is super powerful. I Woo! know. This relationship. Um, so much mana. So this is um, like the current path. Oh. Interesting. So the the current goal and then the best way to work with it and then the advice. So with the Seven of Swords, the Seven of Swords is um so I have I recently have a, a new interpretation of the Seven of Swords cards. Um but the Seven of Swords is is usually like someone who is um, deceptive or is stealing or cheating. And for this to be a goal, I think that that's very interesting. But I think that what this is saying is um, I feel like there's, there's some truth that, that needs to be um, revealed. Like maybe you guys' goal is to... Um, help take away things that, that aren't really true and leave something there. Like there's five swords and then there's seven. The best way to work with that is the seven, interesting, seven, seven, eight. Hmm. Let me see. Wow. This is interesting. And I'm mm. I'm just wondering if if there's anything in this relationship that's taking away from the overall goal or and this could be like people, this could be things or this could be ways of thinking. Like if mm. there's any like ways of thinking that is taking away from you guys being able to either strongly play your roles or to really be successful and I feel like there's also I feel like there's this is like individual truths like there's truth that you guys need to uh, live and maybe there's some things that are false that are still lingering because mm. it's like here's the seven and here's the eight right so I feel like the goal could be to really just help people get rid of or take away and lose all of these these false beliefs or um, ideas that they may have about themselves and leave something that's really true, that really means something as far as how they think of themselves. Mm. Um, the best way to deal with, to work with this energy, so hold on, let me show this. So this is the Seven of Swords, and this is the Seven of Cups. This is the Eight of Cups. Okay. There's a lot of cups and a lot of yeah, swords. Yeah, there is a lot of cups and a lot of swords. So there's a lot of, what sign did you say you were? Libra. Libra. Air. Libra game. So yeah, that's the air. And then this is the cups. So the best way to work with it being the Seven of Cups. I feel like what I'm seeing here is that there are some things that definitely 
will require more focus. And I feel like what this is saying is like you guys need to observe what ideas or what things are just clouding the vision and not helping you guys more so realize it. Like I feel like you guys have a goal here, but with the Seven of Cups being the best way to work towards this goal is almost like... It, and then the Eight of Cups, it's like you guys have a goal here with the seven of, uh, seven of Swords. So you guys want, there's something that you guys, I feel, want, want to help people with, help people take away things mm -hmm. that aren't true and really like find their truth. Um, but the Seven of Cups could be like, there's, there's, there's something that you guys need to take. And then there's the math of the seven of cups going to the eight of cups, which is about walking away from something. So I feel like there may be a certain type of focus that you guys need to have mm. and a decision that needs to be made on maybe like where to focus your energy at this time or look at the things that are, um, are, are distracting you guys from actually accomplishing this. Mm. So if there's a certain goal that you guys have that resonates with the seven of swords, the best thing to do is to recognize what's the best way to do it and walk away from the extra things that aren't filling mm. up that cup. Mm. So because the seven of cups is uh, someone who has a lot of options. Um, also, like can be known as like a daydreamer. So I feel like. The, the advice being the Eight of Cups is you guys leaving a, leaving seven uh, and having one one left because it's like seven to eight. I feel mm. like there's like one cup that needs to be focused on. So you guys need to realize what's the best cup to pour into to help accomplish this goal mm -hmm. and walk away from the other ones. Wow. For now. For now. It isn't like a, a permanent thing, but it's like there's – it's almost like it's taking taking away energy. So I'll also clarify. That's, that's, that please? resonates. Yeah. yeah. That's powerful. Let's clarify. I'm shook. Why the seven of swords is here. <laughs> just because it's so real, so right, honest. I know. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, it's totally in line. And just, just to even see the excitement of you. I know. Read the cards and be able to share with us, you know, just yeah. what we bring. It's... So, clarified it with the Knight of Swords and the Nine of Cups being the underlying energy. So, it's almost like uh, the Knight of Swords is someone who's like rushing in, and it's all also like someone who's like going to like save the day. So it's almost like um, there needs to be some type of tempering and how. And then the Nine of Cups is someone who like feels so abundant and just wants to invite all these people to sit at the table and drink the cups with them because they have mm. nine. So it's like, I feel like this is, could be both of you guys because we have swords and we have cups, right, on both sides. Again. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, you know, Bex, if the swords are you, it's like, there may be this thing that you guys want to do, but it's like slow down and not, don't be so quick to like rush um, in uh. and like be the savior or or help people out. Mm. And it's like also like for for D boy, it's like the Nine of Cups is like be careful of the people who you choose to bring to the table with you. Mm. You know, even though you have this abundance of emotions and you want to share with people, it's like. You got seven, eight, and nine here. So it's like 
you know, you have to walk away from pouring into so many things and just Ooh. have a moment to just really just feel feel what you have to offer and mm. offer it to yourself first before you bring other people to to have that with you. <laughs> and then um let's just clarify. I have all these swords and you have all these cups. I know. Yeah, Where's so the water at? Where's the water? Where's the water in I'm your I'm just chart? saying, though, like, I was just thinking about how, like, my cup is so full just today, even, like, we've been looking forward to this. Right. I've got, I've personally gotten so much from our conversation, I even from know. the reading of, like, damn, if I think I have, like, oh, I got seven, eight, nine cups. And, right. And yeah. They're I being know. full. But this is like also like these cards are also like the collective energy between you two too. So I feel like there's definitely right. like, And I feel like we have, you know, ever since we started this journey that like I've I've really been bad at like doubting myself. Every, after every episode, I'll be honest that like I would just beat myself up and be like, Why? fuck, I don't you know. Guys sound I don't know if I said that right, I don't know if I sound stupid. Right. And she would speak life into me. Mm. And then Bex would also do the same, and I would speak life into her. Right. And just even being able to notice that as we journey every week, it's like, right. gosh, we really do have a balance. And people have right. people have expressed to me, even our avid listeners, about yeah. like us really just having a great energy, right? Or like right. even even your sister, <laughs> even your sister, she's like expressed of like, how, oh, there's the dynamic duo, or you know, like right. we we really just have this this thing that. I, I never really yeah. realized. Yeah, it's a balance, and it's so natural. It isn't like you guys are like scripted to be a certain way. Like, right. all right, good cop, bad cop, or you have this views and I have this views. It's like you guys just, I mean, I haven't gone far back enough to know how right. you guys got started, but it's so organic, and it's mm. so natural thank and beautiful you. the way that you guys bring your, your energies together. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Well, I I definitely want to see what's this eight of cups about. Uh, let's clarify. That and as you cups. as you ask for clarification, like what what is that process like? It's because I would imagine like what you're dealt doesn't have to be it, right? Like that's what I'm picking up from. It's 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 asking for like more information and more. to go like more in depth. Like, more. well, what exactly like needs to be walked away from? Because it's like this is mm. your advice card, so it's like. Can we just get a little bit more um, clarification on this Eight of Cups and why is the Eight of Cups here? Because we're fairly new too, advice. right? Like right. at doing this together, and we're fight. We're trying to figure out what it is with us, but we know we have these things, and we bring these. And oh, this is just <laughs> I love it. Eight of Cups, Queen, Queen of Wands, and the Another Empress queen. at the bottom. Uh oh. Well, there's the queen again. Let me shut up. Like, I <laughs> like you over here. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. That's kind of weird. I don't understand. Because you have ten of cups, nine of wands, queen of wands. Okay. Um... Sorry to anyone out there. I don't know if there's anyone's like mom that has anything, any impact in in what you guys do or how you guys feel about anything. But 
being that the Queen of Wands came out and the Empress being at the bottom, maybe, I feel like it may be, yeah, there's, there may be something uh, family related because the Ten of Cups is here too. So if there's anything um, family related that, that you guys may feel like affect your ability to collaborate or maybe just um, causes confusion or like any type of chaos or doubt in what you guys do. Like there's there's some type of walking away from how much they you allow those opinions to impact what you mm. guys do together. Um, because like I said, like the Queen of Wands the Empress at the bottom and then the Ten of Cups showing as a family. It's definitely like a, a could be like a family related thing, whether that's um, false beliefs that you learned from your family while growing up that affect your ability to do what your goal is, um, whether it's opinions or thoughts and ideas that your family you know, whether um, intentionally or unintentionally, like they say things to you that kind of linger in your subconscious right, and make you right. doubt or have confusion about your purpose and what you're doing in this in this with each other. Mm -hmm. Like definitely um, take it with a grain of salt or just if it becomes too emotionally overbearing to where it drains you, release it mm. is what I feel that's about. Like release... Like what we're just on no, like release the the impact that that has on you. Oh, you know, because it's mm -hmm. almost like it's, it's like it's. I feel like whatever um, type of opinions or um, anything that a family member or someone has, the things that they say or even like any type of impact that causes confusion or doubt. Um, it's something that needs to be taken with a grain of salt and kind of like walked okay. away from like healthy boundaries and how you allow what yes. they say oh. to affect what you do. Mm. Right. Yeah. So I'll pull some goddess guidance cards for you guys to kind of <laughs> like round this out. Yeah. Wow. I just want to say that that was, yes. I, I, that was, we're speechless. I know. Right? <laughs> That's never something good to be on a it's podcast. It's our vision board. Right? <laughs> right. Okay, we were so just having conversation last week. Sorry. Let's get some goddess guidance for Bex. Anything that Bex needs to know at this present moment for her highest good. Yes. Okay. Cut the deck. Peace. There is no need to worry as everything is working out beautifully. Mm. And undying love. The love you have shared is eternal regardless of the situation. Not sure what that resonates with. But I feel like the love, like, I feel like sometimes we, we get to, like, we get to the point where we compress love into romantic sense. But, like, whether this is romantic or this is about a family member, it's just, like, the the reassurance that, the love that you have with with someone or with people is like eternal. Like nothing will ever separate the love that you guys have shared. Mm. Maybe it's with faith. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe that's a shouts to moms. You know, mm. like she's always with you type thing. Mm. 
All right, Danny. I like that. Goddess guidance. That is good. It does sound good here in the card shuffle. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Man, that's That nice. deck is pretty, too. Thank you. Gold, okay. my favorite color. Leap of faith. Take a risk and put your heart's <laughs> true desire into action. And I feel like that pairs with that Knight of Wands. And High Priestess is showing up again. Dang. You have divine knowledge that can help others through your spiritual teaching. Come on. Pull one more mm. for the collective. For, <laughs> for the collective. Yeah, just for Bex and for the coaches. Indie boy. Pull one more for the coaches. Wow. This is a lot to take in. Infinite supply. You are supplied for today and all of your tomorrows. Hey. Okay. And that isn't a way to like close, close out it, the right? reading. Like that's. I love the, the imagery too. It's yeah. A mermaid, beautiful dark. Black hair up against this purple moon and reflecting on the water. Yeah, and there's, like, light going through the waves of her hair. Right. And there's a whale in the back. Oh, that's me. That's me. Shut your <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I love it. Whew. I love it. I am just taken back. That, 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 that. Yeah. Man. That's so much like to process and yeah, absorb and take lot. in. Yeah. And definitely, I mean, go back and listen to it again because some of these things could be subconscious things that have been going on that you haven't yet recognized or right. really become privy to. Mm. Like, so definitely, like, take some time to digest it and kind of go through it. And also, when you go to listen to this again, also ask that your ego be set aside so that you can clearly understand the message and figure out what it's talking about, who I it's like talking that. about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. That was awesome. Yeah, like all those cups that came up uh, in, in my reading, like they're just, I feel like they're full. And it's also mm -hmm. a check because like I, I do worry I don't worry but I I do want to fill other people's cups up mm -hmm. right. right and yeah. I and I'm always second or so, like doubting myself about like speaking up or sharing mm -hmm. about something because I'm worried about taking up space or you know just being that guy right mm -mm. but like share it share it yeah share like it. And, and I will also ask that my ego be moved to the side right. when thinking about that because I do Ask myself, like, should I share it here? Should I not? You know, when yeah. is the right time to speak up or not? Yeah, I think that it's great. And that's the thing, right? Like, we never know where someone's confidence is at or how they feel. Like, right. yeah. Because I listen to the podcast and I'm like, oh my God, they're so great. Like, I love their voices. It's perfect. Like, everything is so good. The content is good. Everything that you guys mm. talk about. And it just, like, fills me up. So it's crazy because I would never think that you guys thought the way that you did after an episode right. was mm -hmm. super critical because I just think that it's amazing. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank shout you so out much. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to the engineer. Here. Yeah, yes. shout out to Tom. Always shout out to Tom. Yeah. 
Thank you for coming and being open to being on the podcast and being open yeah. to doing this reading for us and yeah. sharing and, your wisdom and intuition. Right. Yeah. And so for the cultures, the people who are listening, I am going to do a um, pick a card reading um, for you guys. And we're going to record it as a video and it's going to be exclusively available through their platforms. You won't be able to find it on my YouTube channel. You won't be able to find it on my Instagram you're going to have to go to For the Cultures to get your reading. Yes, tap in with us, y'all, because we're going to, you know, we don't we don't only want to do things for ourselves. We want right. to do it for all of those, all of y'all as well, too. And so the best way for us to do that, you know, is to create this outside of this so that you all can interact and, mm -hmm. and really be in tune right. with the reading that... Uh, Tainted Tarot is going to do for all of y'all. So yeah. definitely tap in with us. But, you know, before we start to uh, wrap it up and get out of here, how can folks get in touch with you if they are interested in collaborating, if they want to book a reading, if they want to check you out? What are the channels in which folks could tap in with you? Okay. Uh, I am most active on Instagram. So you guys can find me at Sailele Says. S-A-I-L-E-L-E -E -L -E underscore S-A-Y-S. And um, when you go to my Instagram, there's a link in my bio to my website, to my YouTube. So dope. Yeah. Um, like I said, if you guys are interested in a reading and you guys want to save 10% on your first reading, definitely DM me. Mention this podcast episode 23. Come on. And I'll definitely hook y'all up with your guidance. And yeah, that's the best way to get a hold of me. My email address is attached to my Instagram, my YouTube, my website. You got a Venmo, you got a Cash App. I do have a Venmo and a Cash App. And you can get all of that when you tap in with her via yeah, Instagram. Yeah, if you just want to send a donation. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, if it's a donation, make sure that you note that um, when you send it. And no sending me money for readings without confirming an appointment. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to help you guys. And just to let you know, um, the cards that are going to be in your guys' pick-a-card reading is going to be addressing what is it that you're dealing with on a subconscious level that you're not yet aware of, and why is that important, and how can you best work through that. So it's definitely going to be advice-based and helping you tackle things that you're kind of struggling with that are draining you that you're not yet aware of or right. you're dealing with and you don't know what that's about, we're going to tap into those emotions and get you some guidance. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so happy to have Tani Taro in the building with yes. us. We thank you so much yes. for making time out to drive all the way from Concord. Yeah, right? Concord. To be with us in Santa Old Milpitas, so yeah, we know that's dry, but we man, appreciate cup that. is full. Yeah, very full. All, yeah. all the all eight, ten. I gotta, of them. I gotta get all the other cups so that you know the overflow can right. go into those, so that those are the ones yeah. I can pour into other people. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing too. It's like the Ace of Cups is to me a card about self love. And it's a card that shows a cup overflowing, and it mm. isn't it isn't out yet. But I feel like that's the best way to pour into others is that right. they get the overflow. So it's like I you like first fill up yourself, make sure you're good emotionally, right. 
And everything that flows out of that, other people will be able to. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right, we got to wrap. As we always do, before yes. we get up out of here, how are you going to take care of yourself this week? Um, I have a full schedule this week, so I'm going to be working a lot. But I'm going to find time to really, um, you know, I'm going to commit to like 20, 15, 15 minutes. Of meditation i've been trying to meditate lately like the last two weeks and uh -huh. they've been doing good uh -huh. but i haven't been consistent with time so i'm consistent with days but not mm. time so i want to try to stick to a good 15 meditation has been helping me a lot especially with my anxiety yeah. my stress and that's why when you put out the peace card i was like wow i've been needing that's that that's what for a the while. goddess is guiding you to. right it was perfect so yeah meditation is how i'm going to take care of myself for the rest of the week that's yeah. awesome. How about you? Uh, I want to say eating better. That oh, food yeah. poisoning was like fresh. Uh, a wake-up call for me. So definitely respecting my body and taking more care in what I decide to put in it. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to take care of myself by uh, listening to this advice, right? Right. I'm going mm. to take care of myself by... Uh, believing in these cards and really receiving what the messages were right. mm -hmm. to see how it applies to me in my life and what yeah. what, it, what it means. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Right, well, we've we got so much to give, and, and you know we're not gonna give it all here. We're gonna have so much uh, available for y'all on our on our different channels and platforms. So definitely tap in with us. You know, as always, you could tap in uh, via email. At for the cultures with a Q and an S at gmail.com. Yes. You can tap in with us on social media. All of our social media is uh, for the cultures, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and coming up is YouTube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, to put up the YouTube, y'all. So, all right. Hope y'all have a great week. It's a short week. Yes. Um, have a great, happy MLK day. Yes. yes. Please do something to honor Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, and do something to honor yourselves. All right. Yeah. Right? And tap in with Tainted Tarot. Yes. yes. Tap, tap in. Tap in with Bex and I, as always. And we will see y'all next week. Peace, love, and happiness. Bye, y'all. Peace. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture.